and hello another week another dose of black bullshit courtesy hey. of trail literate welcome to okay. trail literate okay you gotta welcome the so people. i know i welcome them welcome you gotta I, say welcome to I, but, but i but i did you said but hello. you didn't even let me introduce myself okay introduce yourself please i am petty mayonnaise mm-hmm. and i'm that bitch <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sunny D, and I'm not here not for that bitch of shit. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. And we have a special guest. Special guest. <laughs> Before oh. the special guest speaks, we have mentioned this guest multiple times on our show, so including love. our very first episode. Did we? And Yeah. I know multiple times. I wasn't sure it was the first episode. Yeah, oh, yeah, was, because it was, it was a Beyonce appreciation episode. Yes. And so we talk about how glorious this person is. The official... Beyonce appreciate her. <laughs> I'm be crying throughout the whole thing. Just, I'm just start right now. Yeah. Okay. We'll collect them. Um, so <laughs> if you want to buy them, it'll be two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars each for <laughs> a goddess tears. Goddess tears on sale in jars. Um. So we are being graced by the presence of goddess. And so you have to introduce yourself, baby. You gotta get close. How y'all doing, listeners? I'm so happy to be here. You can call me Natalie Nia Falk, or Nia, or Nate. But for tonight and for the show, I'll be Black Gold. Hey! Right. I support it. I support it, too. Oh, oof, I was nervous. <laughs> All right. Y'all got real raw at the beginning, and he, like, you know, he hadn't even introduced himself. Like, Dang, I got to get this right. <laughs> you did good. You and did good. welcome y'all. Welcome, y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Oh Yay! Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming Thank and gracing us coming. with your presence. Really Child, honor. Let me pull up. And be responsible. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I'm about. I need to not try. Period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think we got it. Mm? Episode 18. Oh yeah, it's episode 18. We're barely legal. Barely. 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 <laughs> All right. So every week we do this thing. Oh, let me back up. Hey. Um. <laughs> my name is Petty Mayonnaise, and my preferred pronouns are he, him, his. Let's go. That's no. it. My name is Sunny <laughs> D. My preferred pronouns are she, her, and hers. Yes, I think about Thank it. you, Patty Manning. No Thank problem. Thank you, Sunny D, for the trans and gender not harming <laughs> and queer community inclusion. I'm loving it already. The team is looking good on y'all. Thanks. Uh, my Thank name you. is Black Gold, and I use they and them pronouns. Awesome sauce. Perfect. All right, so every week we do this thing called... What are you here for? What are you not here for? Okay. I'm pretty sure you know what that means, but just in case. <laughs> um, what are you here for is if you could give a stamp of approval for anything, what would you give a stamp of approval for? I guess for this week. For her, It doesn't have to be like this week. And then be in general. what are you not here for if you could give a stamp of disapproval? What would that be for? Like if you could press a thumbs down, down. on Facebook. Right. So <laughs> I... We'll say my stamp of approval will be my new glasses, courtesy Ooh. of Warby Parker. Oh. Let's go. You better work for What it. can I say? You know, four eyes. You look real eyes, so real eyes, real eyes. Please make sure you post this, the post the glasses, baby. Oh, yeah. I, I you look will. so cute. Please. Thanks. And then what I'm not here for. We're going to do, we can go around okay. here for first. Okay. Oh, we told this shit ended on the good stuff. No, oh, we didn't think about and, that. No. <laughs> well, well, when we have the, when we have. <laughs> when we have 
we have another part where you say like a good thing and the bad things at the end. So we'll just do like a good thing okay. to close it out. I gotta yeah. Um, so what I am here for, <laughs> I'm also here for Petty's glasses. They're very cute. Because I'm a fan of frames. Oh my God, Mo Juicy, who was our guest last week, Mo. helped me pick them out. Oh yeah, so these are the glasses we were talking about last week on the show. Yeah. And now Petty has them. He looks very <laughs> cute. I feel very studious. You, you look very teacher-like. I would say teacher meets sex symbol. Ooh. Ooh. Sex symbol. Ooh. Okay, oh. the last thing was too much. Pump them up. Pump yeah. up. <laughs> I was like, ooh, don't make my head no bigger. Okay. Yeah, I know, we can't fit in this room. I'm already trying to get my second show pumping y'all heads up. Don't. Don't do me like that. Oh. You be right. So that's Is your I'm... phone on mute? Let me see. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> you will never learn. I, no, God, I don't even Every care. Every single week, the fucking... Train blows through. Sorry, I'm going to stop. Go ahead. Song? Is a song like no, it's a song. No, it's a song. Imagine. Can it please be? Alicia. Okay. Alicia. Okay. Laura. <laughs> How you like it, Daddy? Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm done. What are you here for? I would say this week, I am here for people being able to speak truths that we all have known. So whether it's the small petty, I mean, excuse me, whether it's the not so life-threatening issue of like Jada Pinkin talking about the Oscars or whether it's like us looking at places not just in like the Middle East or in our own country to realize mm-hmm. that we all have to come together around all this like um, violence that we're experiencing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here for people being able to say truths that haven't been able to be heard. Okay. Oh. I support that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, that makes me feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> I support y'all. Oh, I'm also here for people who wear glasses because if y'all could see these hosts. Oh. Yeah. oh. Okay. The hostess Ooh. with the most extreme. Shut up, Nick. What I'm not here for, though. What? Is my busted lip. Aw, boo-boo. I was making my stupid costume for Crew de Vue <laughs> And, like, it's too busy all into crafting, and mm. I had to use some duct tape to tape <laughs> Crafting gets hard, guys. Okay. It does. Okay. It gets and dangerous. And then as I go to put the tape, I was like, you know what? What a better place than to put it on this cardboard? Let me just put it on my bottom lip. So I put it on my bottom <laughs> lip, and as I went to go use it, I pulled the tape, and the tape pulled some skin off with it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some serious costume making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm a visual sight. What can I say? Maybe I'll <laughs> a show literal tomorrow, visual <laughs> Thank you. Sight. If you see me, I'll be in all red, so just hit me up. <laughs> you know. It's going to be so cold. I know. Uh, I prepared. I have gloves and the whole nine. Ooh. You got to sh- well, you gotta send me a picture because I'm probably not going to Crudeville tomorrow. I've never been to Crudeville. I've never been to Crudeville. That's like the one people freak out about. Wait, Thank is that you. you can kiss all of my I've ass. never been to Crudeville. <laughs> all of my booty. I'm you can Sunny kiss. D and I've never been to Crudeville. I'm That's too you. good for Crudeville. Um, did not say that. Just also just never uh. been. <laughs> I'm not Wait, too do good. do you have like a thing? Against no, oh, okay, I don't. I just night. never I been. Like, what have they done to you? So you need to go tomorrow. I just never been. I have something else to do tomorrow. Like what? A Tinder date? No, I don't. Oh my God, stop. That'd be so good. <laughs> <laughs> See, at least Nate's supportive. Is well, Tinder good for you? Is it been good? It's been all right. All right, but that's most little apps. Don't do him like that. <laughs> it's been all right. Um, I mean, I guess what I'm not right, here for, right. we're going to say what I'm not here for on my Tinder because mm-hmm. most of the people that I've matched with on Tinder are no longer here. <gasps> what do you mean? Like, like in the city in or the no city. longer in your life? Like, right. Even in like s- little chicklet? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'll tell you, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, no, no, we will fill you in on chicken after the break, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make sure when I we go to break. Chim Chim Cherie lives in New York. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. Chobani lives in New York? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Charlie in the Chocolate Factory lives in New York? Yes, Charlie Brown lives in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I told you Charlotte that. Pickles lives in the 212? <laughs> He doesn't know 212. I don't know. Wait, are y'all that... playing Amaya from Girlfriends right now? Yeah. Girl, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, thank you. for Thank you. you thank you for noticing that. Because <laughs> no one ever, like, I do that all the time, and no one ever picks that up. But, uh, like, I don't get it. I didn't get why. Thank you. What's your color boy, Jimbury? <laughs> <laughs> Little Kenya. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Tony does to, Tony does to, um. To Maya's son, to Maya's son Jabari. Jabari. That's and they proceed to call him Jimbury. Jimbury. Jumanji. Jujubu. Jabubu. Little, little Jim Jim. Right. Can I like which? I know we're still doing something, but which girl friend would you be? I like Lynn. Sorry. Um, she was I will, my favorite. I would wish to be Lynn, but I'm probably Joan. I'm Joan. Yeah. <laughs> I would wish to be Lynn. I don't know, but I'm Joan. I want to be. Maya, I feel like. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm. I feel like I guess most with Lynn. Because mm-hmm. Lynn was the most woke, but like, mm-hmm. there's nobody on the show who like went to school, but also still was like hood at the same time yeah like, well because maya was hood maya was hood and then tony, and tony was, was too bougie like, was bougie and was like where the oh, money at man. and then joan was like too anxious and like okay just unravel her like, yeah and I see was i wasn't like, that might that unravel like joan but for the most a lot of other things i'm joan but i think lynn yeah was... i think i'll just be a mixture of joan and lynn yeah oh i like that we could do hybrids yes okay. that's that's Can such a good Jabari? show please <laughs> 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 be darnell <laughs> Okay, wait. Why you want to be done now? Did he change characters in the middle? Of the show? <laughs> he did. Girl, like the second season. Not to be confused with, what was her name from um, Fresh Friends? Ooh, you know, she went all bunch of okay, we'll get to that. 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 All right. Um, I'm done with what I'm not here for. Oh, yeah. My not here for are the Tinder boys. Most of them are like probably here for the weekend and then they're gone. That's how Tinder is. Yeah. So I'm just like, Won't oh, you... that's dumb. Once you next all the locals, then you're left with the Australians and the passerbys. And all the Australians like, have been so cute, though. Yeah, but hey. then they also <laughs> from Australia. So, like, they I'm not are. about to... I'm about to travel to Australia. I'm more likely to travel to New York than I am to Australia. Like, bleh. Right. Well, all up in New Orleans, baby. Maybe you can pay for that ticket. So Thank go back you. Uh, <laughs> That's a long flight. Okay, now you don't, we don't want that. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right, so what are you not what here for? What are you not here for? Um... I am not here for. Dang, it's hard because I'm almost I'm a I'm a huge enabler. I hate to say it, but like, I'm so, I hate to be that side jacker. But anytime someone does something, I'm like, yes, ah, you better do that. Oh my God. <laughs> so maybe I am not here for side jeffing. Okay, my, I will try to not side jeff tonight. Okay. Okay. No, right please side jeff me. Okay. I always I always got to keep the the Nate folk staple of sometimes you gotta. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a throwback that I don't throwback. know. Throwback. People will be trying to do the most ridiculous things sometimes just because they young, foolish, and full of good energy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be like, no, because that's what I learned from my parents. Like, oh, my God. And, well, and so, all right, okay. <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes you got to. If that's what you is, and I don't agree with it, and, like, child, you want to go and, like, drink 10 cases and 10 cases, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. Sometimes that was, gotta, like, sometimes Nate's gotta, reassuring and, like, like all that, of the though. OL things and, like, everything. It's, it's like, I'm going to do this, Nate. Sometimes you got to. Okay. <laughs> like, I, thank you, Nate. Like, no, girl, I'm not going to stop you from jumping in shark-infested waters. You <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you got to. Like, 
We all know what's gonna happen. Sometimes you gotta do. Sometimes, sometimes you, you gotta. got to. Sometimes you gotta hop off that bridge. Exactly. Sometimes you gotta let somebody know I'm not the one to play with. Sometimes you gotta wear that outfit. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta put that, that kid out of. Sometimes I you can't got... talk about school anymore on the show. You can't. So. Oh. Sometimes oh, I you. Re- I have to resend it. Okay. Thank you. Sometimes you just gotta tell somebody you don't like Beyonce. Get out of my life. Ooh. Sometimes you gotta tell somebody. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta tell somebody you can't pronounce Kalella and you don't try to pronounce Kalella. Then I don't need to talk to you. Sometimes you gotta. I think I mispronounced Kalella once, and somebody uh, corrected me, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." And then that's it. But it I had somebody. Uh, I didn't have someone, but someone that I knew had someone respond. I speak American. Excuse me. Nah. And I was like, but Kalella is like extremely phonetic. It, it's, it literally spells. Stop, I thought it was Kalela. But that's but that's also what was that? That's also phonetic. Like it's right? phonetically like. It's girl. Anyway, all right. There's okay. no accents. There's no silent letters. That's like every letter is I like. I speak American. Get out of here. Get your okay, stupid. Get your you're the only one who speaks it. Get out of here. You're the only one who speaks it. Like get out of here. Okay. Uh, wait, I just want that girl. Whoever they were. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'll tell you about that. Yeah. When we go. Okay. We're, we're, we're about to get a music yeah, break anyway, gonna so, we're gonna, so we're going to kiki on the side. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we're going to talk you know. about, you know, people and Tinder dates and say, whoever this fuckboy is that's it. Call it wrong. Okay. Or a person. Do y'all call it fuck? Oh, we're still on no, it. No, no, no. We're still here, girl. We're I'm still here. <laughs> Okay. I was just trying to uh, the music. Try the music break. Music break. Right. I remember when this all started. Sex was carnage. This one's lasting. Uh, I was like, I was like, Cupid's calling. He's my darling. Things are going in. Yeah. The only thing on my mind all the time, no appetite. Always wanna bite, just my type, this one's mine. And there's never been a human being so good for me. Good for me. Uh. I say if we're gonna do it, do it right. This one's mine, and there's never been a human being so good for me. Uh. I say if we're gonna do it, do it right.
Let me hear you say my name 
and we are back biggie black back biggie black back 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 biggie black back biggie black back back come on come on yeah you better broadcast you better broadcast oh oh welcome back to true literate i am sunny d i am petty manis hey petty it's your boy. Oh, sorry, y'all. Still forgot <laughs> my gender stuff. It's your person, Black Gold. Y'all, those what kind of mistakes have happened it's so a, many times. No, 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 it's okay. It's fine. We're learning. We're, we're growing. All we're learning evolving. And we're changing. Growing. Yeah, like just like Jennifer Hudson and Green Girls. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Like Look at me. Look at me. I am changing. I'll be better than I am. Ah. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) No, I will not. (laughs) Okay. All right. Rude. I hope y'all know rude good things, obviously. <laughs> no. Y'all, y'all harmony sounded so good, though. Oh, thanks. We've had 18 it's weeks. Been 18, of pre- it's been 18 oh, weeks, oh, so it should be better be. It better be. On point. All right, so we're going to get into the deep, deep thing. Not really deep. I, guess. I mean, it's deep. It's deep, deep, but oh, like, whatever. I want it to not be deep. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's a serious thing, but I want this to also be like. A fun learning Get experience. Get to a point to where this can be a casual conversation that people can have. Okay, so yeah. I wrote all kinds of notes and like. Oh, the most prepared. No, so I prepared. Get, honestly, presentation. I was taught is everything. My dad's in the military. Oh my god. Oh, oh my sorry, god. But daddy, how about this? I'm turning my phone off and I don't need my notes and I'll just have a Ooh. casual conversation. Ooh, but you, you're welcome to look if you. Yeah, you can. You can look at your. Because we usually have notes, notes, but we're. Yeah, like, oh, the not not not, but what I'm looking at is just like literally what's happening. It's like an agenda. Yeah, I usually have like my notes written out, but. I don't even have my book text. So. Winging it volume two. It's what do you know? It's cold outside, Shucks. It's cold. So, um, we are going to talk. This episode is about the trans lived experience and mm-hmm. just like talking about having a legitimate, casual conversation about being trans, trans life, trans issues, trans problems, trans acceptance, black like trans everything. lives matter. Right, mm-hmm. Black Trans Lives Matter, all of that, the whole nine, the whole shebang, the whole kit and caboodle. And Black Girls going to help us with that. Because here at True Literate, we are all about um, representing, Inc- yeah. including mm-hmm. all of our marginalized communities. Um, everyone that is not a straight white male in this world who has all of the privilege. Thank you. So, Your family. Yes. So, Petty, throw that off, baby. Um, the first Ooh. question that we have mm-hmm. is, what does being trans mean to you, slash, how do you define being trans? So, like, either one of those questions, one of those questions, just, like, I guess for, for people who don't understand. Yeah. So, if we had to, like, um, teach a class, and this was, like, a university, our forget that. This is just a community-based class, because <laughs> we don't always go to universities. Right. Our colleges. Um, I would introduce the term transgender. First, by saying a person whose biological sex, um, and we understand biological sex to be like what you were born with, like um, anatomy-wise, as right. a person, what the doctor mm-hmm. says when you come out. Um, so that person's biological sex and their um, gender identity aren't necessarily the same thing and mm-hmm. shouldn't be confused. And obviously, like, um, or excuse me, not, not obviously, sorry, y'all. I talk a lot in organizing circles, so it's right. like, well, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, um, not the best, but I'm going to try and get myself right. So um, I would say that their uh, biological sex um, and their sexual orientation, their gender presentation, their gender identity, none of those things have to all exist in one certain way. Um, and so when someone 
their perception of their gender doesn't necessarily match what the doctor said biologically, we consider that to be transgender. Okay. Okay. So just to be clear, okay. mm-hmm. sex is biological based mm-hmm. on like male, female, Right. And then gender is you, you, how you identify based on like I guess like society and like the whole like all of that. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna ask you to explain that, but you did already. Go ahead. Correct. <laughs> Reading just, my just mind. Want to make sure that we're on the right page. All yes. Right. Yes. And that yes, there yes. are always gonna be multiple truths. Right. And so we can honor all of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. But does but does that definition oh, of sex and it? gender right? Okay. Exactly. Sex is like scientific. Yes. Biological, and then gender is like perceived. Yep. Yes. Got it. And then sexual orientation is um, also I, perceived. Exactly. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then but, to dig deeper into that. Yeah. No. 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 Go. Oh, to dig deeper into that, like people see like um, orientation as something that can either be like romantic or sexual or like um something in between those things. Mm-hmm. And so like that is perceived as well. And doesn't right. necessarily mean because I identify as um if I was a trans male, doesn't mean necessarily that I have to date a woman. Doesn't mean right. necessarily mm-hmm. I have to date anything, right? Because my orientation right. who I'm sexually and romantically attracted to can be completely different, the same are not existent. Right. They're mm-hmm. independent of my biological Gender, I mean, sex and my perceived gender. Got it. Yes, and trans woman and trans male. Are we going to explain those? Trans so, man, you know, I'm going to let you do that. Um, and so, as We're I was explaining saying, all the terms to the kids. Right, right. All the terms to the and kids. And so, kids, this is a huge disclaimer. That thing I said about multiple truths is like, I cannot say that enough times, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, who's to say, like, so all this stuff is made up. We like this. All this stuff is just made up because we have to find some way to politically identify ourselves to yes. survive. Right. Um. So in reality, what is trans men to some may not be to others. Um. But what what people when they um when the larger community organizes when they talk about transgendered women, they would say someone who was biologically born um female. Excuse me, biologically born male and mm-hmm. has decided to transition their gender to female and does not agree with that male like existence in the way that the world sees them. And then obviously, if you're a transgender male, you would, are, most people would say that they're shifting from the biological sex of a female. Okay. Um, and, you know, obviously transitioning Gendering, into... Got gender it. identity. Now there's people who fit all in between that transness, right. mm-hmm. myself included. Okay. Okay. Um... There's lots of terms to learn. Right. It's right. that, but also, I guess, Not but a bad also, way of saying, like, you know, just to keep, you the, know. The, I feel like you got to get it all. The big <laughs> lesson that I guess I want to get out is that, like, the only thing that is cut and dry, and even that is also kind of fuzzy, is sex. Like, male and female is the only real thing that's, like, cut and dry. And even then, there's, like, super female. There's, like, people who have all chromosomes, oh, both yeah. chromosomes. Like, so you can get all, like, mixed up in that. Mm-hmm. But everything else exists. Not black and white. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything else exists on a spectrum, meaning that it exists from like one extreme to the next extreme, and it can be anything in between. Mm-hmm. And each of those, any combination of them, is extremely as valid as the other. So, okay, you can be a male to female trans and then present as your biological sex, mm-hmm. but still identify mm-hmm. as whatever gender you want to identify as, and no then needed, no, right. Almost needed if that's not what you, not what you want. Yeah. And you can date whoever you want to date, and you can identify straight, but then like romantically date men, but then have like sex with women and identify straight. And like at the end of the day, that really like. That's up to you. Right. That's your life. Because you perceive it, you identify that. Mm-hmm. That is your identity. The only thing is that everyone else wants to like put people in boxes mm-hmm. and like. Because what we're used as, to. But I mean that, but also. Gather. 
Mm-hmm. As just like as humans, we just put things in boxes because it's easy for us to sort of just like make sense sort it out of what's sense, going yeah. on. And because so. people are, are afraid of the unknown. I should. That too. Right? Mm-hmm. It's scary though because there's so much like, well, no, and I'm, we'll talk about youth activism, but like I'll say this again then. You, a big part of, of why young people are so important to having these movements is that it's their job to perceive the world without anything coming before them, but they're maybe their parents or anything. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. We need that. Right. Right. Um, can I say one small more thing? Yeah, yeah definitely. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, like, also, um, <laughs> so like when when we were talking about the trans experience, um, so I said there are multiple truths, but historically speaking, um, people from the beginning of documented time and the beginning of oral histories, like people who identified as transgendered are two spirited in right. the American communities are um, with eunuchs and other like like mm-hmm. um, Middle Eastern yeah. and other places. Um, all of those people were revered as like shamans. They were seen as medicine people. They were war wartime healers. Um, mm-hmm. So, the trans experience has been muddled ever since the beginning of time because we were always accepted. We were always looked to. We were always leaders. Um, somewhere in the middle, institutions like religion, patriarchy turned that into um, the, the demonic, right? Such yeah. a horrible thing. How dare mm-hmm. you give up your masculinity for womanhood? Like how dare you give that up? This is such an iron privilege for you to have. Yeah. Um, and now the experience is like. There's a lot of violence, and the media outlets will only cover bets if it's a headline. Right. But do mm-hmm. you care about this bitch if you, like, at the same time you're worried about our debts, you misgender me in the same, like, thing? And so mm-hmm. the last little piece of the experience I want to make sure I threw out there um, was this bomb-ass group of people who will not see themselves as, like, victims, who will not see themselves as dead in the future. Right. Um, and so this growing proletariat of trans and queer people who are just all about their own beauty and supporting each other and supporting our ideals. Mm-hmm. I just make sure I didn't just say um we're not just persecuted we're not just freedom fighters we're not just dancers vulgars we're so much more like you said right Sorry. um just <laughs> before we go to the next question <clears throat> if we get to any questions that you don't want to answer don't feel comfortable answering I don't we're not gonna ask any questions that are like too personal or like, unnecessary yeah. but like if there's any questions that we ask that no we're not gonna do none of that <laughs> that's not like that. We're not. Do uh, not CNN. ask trans people about their genitalia. Because <laughs> okay. no one asks you or their sex lives unless you are trying to get into their pants. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not trying to do that, you it's none of your fucking business. God, you shouldn't even be doing that unless it's a fit date. Th- <laughs> <laughs> okay, say what you want about some. <laughs> right, but some trans people are a little traditional. I'm waiting until marriage. Uh. <laughs> get out. Okay. <laughs> If at any I mean, point you come across a question that you don't want to answer, don't feel comfortable answering, or you just don't want to talk about, then like let us know and like we'll skip. Like we are here to make is, you comfortable. And I'm don't think any questions will get there. But again, like if you yeah, don't want to, know. like. Well, and I also just want to say too. Um, I talked about being an enabler, and so like if y'all see me maybe hesitating and stuttering, y'all feel free as my fa- so I'm because I feel comfortable with y'all, so I will right. answer it, even if it maybe was like if it was someone else, I would be like, wait, bitch, what? <laughs> so if y'all see me hesitate, y'all feel free to push back on me too. I want y'all to hold me accountable to being true to myself. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, really weird when people like ask people about their genitalia. It's like, um, <laughs> like as a straight like as a straight no person, I don't me. ask. And I'd be a, like, oh, so what that dick looking like? Or you got a dick? Like, like nobody, like no, that's not. That's nasty. I mean, nothing because I'm not talking to you anymore. Thank you, bye. <laughs> yeah, that's what dude, it looked like. To me, be like a that, cloud. What that look? What that? You know, what often happens, child, is that like, so a lot of people in our community, in my community, like we looking for love because we didn't get it in so many different right. ways. Mm-hmm. Is that like we won't even recognize that as an invasion of our humanity, right. and we'll mm. be running to be like. Oh no! Look, I can get this with silicone injection. Or I can get this with like you know. Or look, I can get like you know. Um, so like, 
It sucks because we're not even supposed to be talking about our genitalia. We're talking about us as beings and what we can do. Right. Yeah. People. We can't even. Sometimes we don't even recognize how harmful that is. Yeah, a lot of people. Oof. It's it's a it's a lot to yeah, learn and deal with. Like even just just in life, like people do things that are self harming to them okay. to themselves. Uh-huh. We have to do just in all job. forms of life too. Yes, we have to do a better job of relating like all the struggles and shit that trans and queer people go through to like similar struggles. Yeah, that's what I, and that's why when you just said that, everyone's not like, yes, we have to make sure whatever the hell we're going through, we're communicating that so we can be like, wait, hold on, it's not the exact same thing, but bitch, this is what I did from a situation like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's relatable. Alrighty, all righty, um, go let's ahead, talk Patty. about black trans leadership. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you the floor to oh, talk scream. about that. How, you can't you scream. Can. You no, know, like I'm like. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, you your boy. Black like gold is a leader, <clears throat> like the definition of a leader. Yeah. You oh, are. Wait. <laughs> you? Yeah. Okay, so like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish I was on horse. I would like, ah, I would uh, be shattering glass. Um, <laughs> so, please break down this plexiglass. Thank okay, you. I don't want me to go banshee on y'all. <laughs> no, we um, need it. Black, <laughs> so, black trans leadership has been something that has been, um, being more and more prioritized, like as we begin to look at like who is the most directly impacted by violence, um, who's the most directly impacted by loopholes and policies that may be made. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess black trans leadership at its very core values just means uplifting the ideals and the needs of black trans and queer people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my personal philosophy that I learned at reading this random book is um, this ideal servant leadership. And so servant leadership basically says that whatever your community's needs are, are first, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and what that has looked like in my personal experiences, um, my first, so I, I had the lovely experience of organizing at an organization called Breakout, um, and I got to do a lot of their healing justice and like leadership development work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the servant leadership model says, if I'm part of this community, it's not about creating a policy that puts this nonprofit on the map or creating a toolkit that makes us money. It's about figuring out what our members' needs are and then making those our needs and then using their needs to find a way to end mass incarceration. So um, what that looked like for me mm-hmm. um, is, like, before I, I had, like, um, started organizing at Breakout, <clears throat> people have been dropping out of school left and right. It's hard. You can wear a wig one day and be written up for wearing headgear, or you can be the person who just finally stands up for yourself and you're the one that's going to the office right. and you're in trouble. So, like, a lot of our people don't make it through school because there's, like, a family support. Generally, connecting our problems to everyone's problems, like, people in New Orleans, like, kid, middle school kids are cooking their own meals and, like, yeah. taking care of that. Like, so school is hard already. And, and mm-hmm. all that other stuff of just being um someone who's, like, who represents differently or who showcases their, like, life and the way they love life differently mm-hmm. um, can just mean you can get your ass kicked out of school. And with right. the charter school system we got here, it's easier and easier mm-hmm. to, like, kick mm-hmm. certain populations out, whether it's special needs folk right. or whether it's queer and trans folk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so once I noticed that people have been trying to get their GD so many ways, but every time they went somewhere, it was a whole other thing, child. Like, oh, these people are staring at me. Or I got to walk on Broad Street during the middle of the day. Or it's not, I don't feel safe catching the bus because every time I'm on a bus, like, I feel closed in and I don't like being right. in closed in spaces, right? Mm-hmm. These are just um, thoughts that I've been told. And I personally riding the bus, I know that I hate it because, like, it puts you in this right. place to where you're almost this, like, spectacle, which, you know, unfortunately, as a, as a tall person, like, <laughs> You know, like I'm a spectacle often, and so uh, like, automatically down on the bus and like, like six feet, right? Um, and so I was like, "Well, what the hell can I do? Like, what can I do? Like, like um." And so the first thing is learning that like servant leadership is not about what you can do; it's about what people want to do, what their potential is, and mm-hmm. how do you support that. It's never I have to learn that it's not about me and being successful. It's right? About, like making your community like it's about everyone exactly. Okay. And so if our members don't have GDs, what do you do? 
you create the Posh Academy for Gifted Youngsters. Oh. So this is for all my queer and trans folk in New Orleans who have who might have a need to receive your high set certification or your GD program. I mean your GED certification. Um, you're saying GED, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure you were saying GED and not GD. I was understanding the right thing. Got okay. it. You're gonna come with new tests every year. Because um, <laughs> so, I was like, wait, what is this new test that I never heard of? Right. And do I get? Do I have to set it? Over? Right. I was like, do I need to take <laughs> it? Like, 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 uh, <laughs> I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> um, so basically, all the Posh Academy states is that we're supposed to be in charge of our own education since we have sculpted out the issues. Um, mm-hmm. There's a school to prison pipeline, and we all know that in New Orleans. Right. Yeah. And so my way of using servant leadership, healing justice, and um, black trans leadership looks like putting the people who have been most directly impacted, who have been, who just came out of jail, putting their needs first. So we created the school. Um, the goal was never to graduate or to get your high set certification. It was always just to come together as a community and take our own education into our own hands. Oh my God. We build a community carpool. We build food <gasps> donations. We had 10, well, in the trial run, we had five students. It grew to 10 students. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm no longer organizing that specific thing. And so it's taking on a life beyond my own. And so we have... The young people to think because they're the ones who put together orientation. Um, they're mm-hmm. gonna, and I hope someone graduate with their high set certification. And so you like help? Oh my so god! So you like help people go to their GED classes? Like you don't hold GED we classes? Host them at, no, we host them at Breakout. Well, oh. thanks to the help of the Youth Empowerment Project. Oh my god! Oh. I was a principal. Like oh my god! No, oh my okay. God. So last week, last week. <laughs> yes. Yes, please, headmistress. The charm school. <laughs> Imagine. That is really cute. Last I week know. we were talking about what we would do if we won that 1.3 billion dollars in the Powerball, and one of my things that I really want to do was like open up like a private but like also free, like black school or kids like school for black kids so we can teach what we want to teach and like mm-hmm. show that like girl I don't need this like. Our school history system. is more than just two pages. Thank you. But like Please. teaching mm-hmm. like but teaching teaching African American history, but also teaching like a comprehensive American history. Mm-hmm. And like having classes that like Spoiler alert, America is shitty. Right. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. And you know what? I have to say, but spoiler alert, a lot of stuff in life is shitty and hopefully like we could balance right. it out with our goodness. But yes, America, you could try harder. <laughs> Again, you could try, period. That, right. Period. <laughs> Let's start with trying. And then you build. one of my big things that I realized after teaching for this year and when I taught last year was that there needs to be more, like, trade certifications and programs mm-hmm. built into high schools. There because, used to like, be, I'm sorry, I'm yawning. There used to the be a lot. At the school that I student taught day. at, kids were able to leave the school, like, high school graduates were able to leave the school with certifications in welding. And then, like... Oh go and get jobs working on a boat, mm-hmm. making more money than I make. Yeah. And so it's just like, that's and yeah. like that's a skill that kids need to have. And like, yeah, because even my dad, that's like, that was very like, you need to go to college. He was like, not everybody's made for college. He was like, you're made for college. Oh, no. Some people, he's like, some people, he's like, somebody like me, I'm not made for college. You know, I need to, you know, I learn with my hands. You know, they need mm-hmm. to have more, like he would even say, like, you know, some people right. and maybe that's the same need thing to about do him something about college. Like, yeah. And that, that was never a thing that I was taught. I was just very taught, like, Go to like. Oh no, he still was like, you go to school because you are good nah. at school. For but me, it's not everybody's but like, good not at school. even that. For me, <laughs> like not going to college like wasn't an option. It oh, was girl, like it was you do either. elementary school, you do high school, you do college because like that's yeah. the way it works. Mm-hmm, like everyone mm-hmm. goes to college, and, and like I would grow up thinking that everyone went to college, and then I went, and people people told me that they weren't going, and I was like, What are you gonna do? 
do. Right. I was, I was like, oh my God. Like, how, like, how are you going to live? Like, you can't flip burgers the rest of your life. Like, oh my God. Right. That's so terrifying. Like, yeah. give me anxiety. Ah. And then I slowly realized, oh, girls, because college is not for everybody. Not. And then I really, and after teaching this, this year, I realized the structure of schools Mm -hmm. is just like needs to be like they don't need to be like more tests and reform like the whole system needs to be torn down and built from scratch like there does not need to be oh that's a tinder message (laughs) there does not need to be that i I appreciate that does not need to be a high school kids do not need an entire year of chemistry like Sorry. It's unnecessary. Too. And like because you can give them the basics of that and then give them the opportunity if hey, if you want to take like a chem like a full chem Something class really like. and then that way the teachers will get students in class who like want to be there because like yeah. right, you get a far more like motivation from students mm-hmm. and like Maybe at the end of the year, get a little pharmacy tech. Think right, and exactly, and like if you can, if you can partner up with a medical school, if Xavier could partner up with the high school, you can Mm -hmm. feed kids who want to come to your school, who have the skills, have like. Yeah, come on, y'all! Like, let me just let me excuse me, President Obama, soon to be somebody else hopefully while you, while, you know President Obama why are you on that fuck everybody yeah. mode thank you <laughs> can, oh, hashtag Obama don't care thank you <laughs> can you just tear down the education system Build it back make up. me secretary of education <laughs> bitch and let me just revamp this whole motherfucker cause I got it all figured out and yeah. like let us rally behind him please thank you like I'll all true literate fans like let's, let's come, through, come through sign a I petition let's start a change like, going march on Washington Let's start a change like our position to make Petty Manny's the Secretary of Education, Education of the United States of America. And please. then watch the grades. <laughs> watch us work. Watch us surpass other countries. Thank you. With like legitimate understanding. Can I, can I, can I say <laughs> yeah. too, like, yes, I want us to have that African-American school. Um, and like, there's been places like in Harlem where they've like focused on like specific that like people like African American young boys to push them and it's done great. But it's always like you say for college. I'm like, right. That's the Posh Academy is like one of the only LGBTQ schools specifically in the southern region. And I like that the goal wasn't to like graduate. Right. The goal was just to like figure out what development meant for you. Right. You know, mm-hmm. And so that meant people learn how to like sew jeans. People learn how to like um do they learn like um oh my gosh like what do you call it when you learn like. Like computer stuff, like like computer, computer, computer literacy? science right. yeah. stuff. Computer so science. like 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 learning how to do like PowerPoint and Microsoft <laughs> like, Word and all that. Yeah, yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah computer yeah. business so, applications. Business that's applications. It. That's ah. it. CBA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learn CBA. <laughs> 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 I'm a five star certified CBA. Technician. Please. A CBA bitch, you know. Duh. And so I guess the like um yeah, just all that is great because like like you said, it's to build like um this comprehensive understanding that like yeah. all of our histories are important. We're all supposed to respect each other. Right. School is not important. Um, it's important, but you know. I have a question before we get to the next question. Okay. When did you realize that you were gonna be a leader? Like right. you were like I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> like, when did you? I mean, right? see, I'm like, already like, I'm like, oh my god, that, that question. Yeah, like when you were like, you know what, this is not like this is what I'm gonna do, but mm-hmm. this is like, you know, this is something I can do. Like, this is like kind of a calling. Okay. Um. So there's like two parts. Go. Um. Well, three. Sorry, that's hacky of me to do that. <laughs> um, so the first one is that like literally everyone is a leader. Mm-hmm. And they showcase that in so many different ways. And I hate how we, like, um, not, excuse me, I'm not 
fond of how we like learn to acknowledge like leadership. Like right. your daddy had said it too. Like we're all like great. We just all like learning different ways to showcase mm-hmm. that greatness, right? So like literally everyone I know is a leader. So like we all can do it. And when people say leaders aren't born there, like me, I'm like, shut up, shut up. Well, yeah. <laughs> Some are born um, with it. Right? Maybe like, she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Right! But I know it's Maybelline, girl, because it's been too creamy on this hot day. Maybe it's fresh or something, but Maybe it's white supremacy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe it's respectability politics. <laughs> Go ahead. You know who you are. <laughs> it's so child. Let me stop. Y'all, uh, I don't do this, y'all. No, sorry. I'm corrupted. I like it. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome. So the second part Welcome to Troll Literate. <laughs> I joined this organization in Lafayette Child called, and my mama is, um, she works with an oncology department, so she's like, um, support, like, um, I don't know what this is like, I guess like general support for people who are whole going through like cancer and right. to like live mm-hmm. through Um, and so I watched a lot of her like just being that kid who was always in the back, like, in her office, child swallowing Skittles, acting like it was medicine because we were in the <laughs> hospital. Remember people used to right. use Smarties? Oh, okay. Because well. like it was medicine. Like, I'm going to take my Smarties. Okay. Take it wasn't my just your kids, mama. I know what It was all three of us. It was all of us. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, definitely. Um, so then, um, so, my, so at 12, I joined an organization called the Modern Women of America. Have you ever? No, I've never heard of it. So it had nothing to do with the woods. It was all about like building strong communities. So we would go to um, the, uh, play bingo, like the very young, generic like oh community service, pick up trash. <laughs> <laughs> we would get light bulbs, people. Um, oh. <laughs> and so I fell in love with that. And everyone else was like 25. And I was like 12. And I was like, ah, oh, my son was 15. I was like vice president. And my son was vice president. And then, like, ever since then, like, I've been. I like witness that like my ability or some of my greatness lies in my ability to like magnify the greatness of people around me. Mm-hmm. And so whether and motivate. Like, motivate. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I was thinking it, but you said and it. we both say motivate. <laughs> exactly. Like the ability to like amplify people's greatness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is probably one of the like unsung heroes of like the Marvel comic world or something. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is the unsung hero. And then of the Marvel. Wrap this up. Sorry, I'm like taking ten years. No, you're right, you're right. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, That's gonna but, be the name of the episode. So like um somewhere around like whenever I was going into high school and I started to like run multiple organizations and like create things that people hadn't thought to do like I'm creating an HIV awareness program on December mm-hmm. 1st for my high school. So all yeah. the students, like all the science classes had to come to this. And oh we got a version of sex education around oh my HIV. God. And like the principal didn't know what I was doing. I had this these cool little like interactive games and like I put it together. Yes I like for you. got some money to pay like people who were in it, like who were students. Like, yes for you being an educator. Look I at love you. It's always fun when you can put something together. So um, but one around high school I started having this dream. And that's when I realized that like I, I didn't realize that I was a leader, but, like, that's when I realized that, like, I have to, like, be part of something, like, mm-hmm. and um and I have this dream to this very day. It's a recurring dream. Like, um I start off throwing up change in the back of, like, a back of a generally, like, black room, and, like, no one, like, uh, people might be there, people might not be there, and I'm throwing, throwing up, like, up change. change? Not, yeah, like, like, change, like, nickels and dimes and okay. pennies. Um, oh, my God, what if I was one of those, like, hippies, like, I'm throwing up change. <laughs> <laughs> And through my, through my bar. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Existential <laughs> crisis. Uh, um, so I'm throwing up change. Get out. And then when so, right, someone opens the door and I get embarrassed. And so like as soon as I get embarrassed, like my eyes open. And I'm about to be, I'm in the back of a limousine. And I'm walking out the limousine. And even to this day, y'all, like, Is I Beyonce still in this limousine? Like, Bitch. <laughs> I control my dreams. <laughs> Even to this day, I still look like 16-year-old Nate, like when I have the dream. And I had it like oh, when wow. I came back from a leadership institute. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I'll go up there as 16-year-old Nate, even when I'm, like, 21, as I am now. And 
I'll start talking and I'll like be laughing and before I even get to the meat of my subject, um, I get shot. What? And so, and ever since I was sixteen, I've had this dream. Like, oh my god, multiple times I visited Europe for girl. Oh, I took a trip after high school, um, <laughs> and like I had it multiple times. And then when I moved to New Orleans, I started having it multiple times. And now, um, when I started to like be able to reveal myself, um, talk about some of my less than pretty parts and more of my humanity, be able to show more of my humanity, and not be so I'm having it more and more, and. So, <coughs> And so I went to a dream workshop. Shout out to Alexis. You are magnificent. Your leadership is to be held. Um, and when I like I talked to her about this dream, she like really got to the root of it. And this was just last year. And so mm-hmm. um, that dream has always meant something to me. But recently I realized that it means that maybe I'm meant to like change something. And like maybe I am meant to use like um my speaking ability because not everyone like enjoys and maybe wants to speak right. and be with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I realized I could do that, like it's great. And then the third thing. Was um oh, oh. <laughs> I was like mm-hmm. I'm going to going coming to New Orleans. Um, I realized that there's like so much room for greatness, and then going to a university like UNL, I love y'all, and I'm not saying y'all the best, so don't take this as too much of a compliment because y'all wear it out. Uh, um, no. Sorry, is they that really okay? Do. No, they really do. Go I'm ahead. like y'all don't kick me out. continue. UNL was great because like. It was a public school that allowed people to showcase themselves. And mm-hmm. so everyone was able to showcase their dynamic and their beauty. And once I saw that and like um the intentional focus on leadership development and like the intentional um uh, like um the intentional like want to develop people like by having leadership retreats and workshop retreats and mm-hmm. this, this and that and um, becoming a like a president of like a like, you know like a $100,000 organization with the student activities council, I managed a huge budget. Like that's when I started realizing like I could do this. Mm-hmm. And along the way, you know, you like run against people or you like apply for this against people and like my best friend, like I like he applied for the same job I did at SAC. Um and I got it. But of course he applied for other things and got it above me. But you know, like constantly I've always had these moments when I've had to test friendships, my beliefs, um, and my organizing home and my belief home. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when you're constantly noticing you're in a constant state of like <sighs> intense, everything's intense, and you realize you haven't had a break since you were like twelve. Yeah. I think that means I have to do something. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it means to lead because like I always people are like you gotta do, run for this you gotta do for this you gotta do for this when you grow up I'm like I'm like as do you as want me. to do that like be in politics you mean yeah right? okay do you... um and so like it's it's so hard because who had like I feel like as a young person like growing up I didn't have access to honesty right like I was told Stop walking like that. Um, pick your shirt up. Don't talk too much in front of my like military. I like you know whatever, whatever. Oh yeah. Right. Got it. And so I don't believe that I value honesty. Um, and so why I don't want to go into the politics is because I believe that I will lie right. for someone to like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that's a lot. That's an innate thing sometimes in a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. But at the same time, like, who knows? I hope to have conquered the ability, the need to be liked, and um, to like present and perform and so that I could be a true mm-hmm. person and hopefully that if I was to go into politics which because it's like government is like a big organization right Right. Yeah. and that's all I want to do it doesn't have to be anything specifically but I just want to work in organizations and if that means running for mayor to run a small municipal organization trust me I will do it mm-hmm. yeah um, yes. I mean because you don't have to be in politics to be a leader right and that's what I was going to say you know you've done great being a leader without being yeah. in politics and I think because of the person you are and because you have a magnetism to you and because you you know you 
you speak very well. You like present things in ways that make people understand. You know, you're very personable. I think that's probably why people are like, oh, yeah, you should be a politician. You should lead and stuff. Because you just were like, you know, politicians are charismatic. Right. Yeah. Charismatic. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So you just like, you know, they usually have like a charisma and like a, a presence about them. People want to listen and people need to like sit. Huh? You probably such a good punch now. What you say? Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Um, but can I say, uh-huh. I decide to run for city council in the future of our lives, and y'all are still my friends, and hopefully my constituents like. Yes, girl. Y'all gotta so, call me out. No, like, definitely. Me I will definitely. Like, be, I will definitely be like, um, excuse me, Natalie. What are you what? doing? The world, the whole name too. I love it. <laughs> because what you're not going to do is that. God. Remember this conversation? No. And I like. Because. No. I one of the more like the one of the reasons why I have resigned from my current um, organizing post is that I'm only working with a small population of people mm-hmm. who might need support, um, and that that has taken a lot of out of me because it yeah. so much of it reflects me too. Right, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I thank you for answering that question. I personally, for me, I cannot do politics. Oh no, I couldn't do politics. Mm-hmm. Is not where my like leading skills are mm-hmm. for me. Like it's in the classroom. It's just like. Talking to people about things that I like to talk about and then like making you like it. Like you forget yeah. that bitch, this is fun for a reason. Yeah. Um I I couldn't do and politics. I'm not either. sure if politics is for you. I'm not gonna say it isn't. I'm not I wouldn't give you politics. Very rarely do I say this, but I think you would again like you were at breakout when you were like leading that sort of like school for people, but some sort of like education-based, teaching-based, where you helping out people that you feel are important for you to help out, I think is where, like, is where I definitely see, like, you getting the most bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I don't know. And because politics, when you start out, you start out wanting to help mm-hmm. your people, but then you with all the things, like, you start, it starts to get watered down because people expect, so, when you get into the political world, people expect many more things of you that isn't actually what you want to do. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, and people are like, well, what about us? What about, you forgot about us? And it's like, they didn't sort of forget about you, but they just right. were told to do something different. And right. they got more money from them than other people to tell. Yeah. And, and so it's like, people game. start to, you become a puppet in politics. And I would never do politics coming from a political family. I remember when I was younger my dad was like you would work in politics when you get older 10 year old don't 10 year old sorry 10 year old sonny was like no politics is stupid i don't like it i'm not doing it i would never in your face (laughs) i think my dad i was like i would never work in politics daddy i'm like i'm sorry but that's not what i want i think the government's dumb and right (laughs) this is 10 year old me like no i think it's stupid politics are dumb and i would never do it it's also boring and he was like you'll change your mind Nope. And here I yeah. am with a so film degree. With a film degree. My wearing out the industry. <laughs> One of my parents has like I'm not gonna say what job it is, but he has just like a certain job, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to do this when you get older?" And I just remember definitely just like laughing. <laughs> this is like, why I throw my head back and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you thought I wanted to do what? <laughs> what? Excuse no. me? Bitch, what? Yeah, and politics is like wit? the downfall of my entire family. So politics. Yeah. Girl. Speaking I of politics, segue to our next question. What? Um, question. Let me. Y'all, these questions Pregunta. are great. By the way. What Ooh. does this upcoming presidential election mean to trans people? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.
thing doesn't really mean a lot to a lot of people sometimes. Like the whole system of politics, mm-hmm. for the obvious reasons of like um just the the darkness that may exist, um, right. but also for the reason that like a lot of young people I know like either just voted in this last election, um, are either just eligible or even though they have been eligible are just voting, right. um, and our country as a whole is just now being. Over are like um, universally politicized. Right. I think before it was always like these really um these really educated people are these really not educated people with a lot of money are these people who like really held on to like you know religious value like it was really not extremists but really like you know not censored general right. people. Um, and so now I think it's like really hard to um, almost not be political. Becoming part yeah, of like it's regular language. Like the power language. of like the internet. Yes. Yes, and it, it feels good, but it also is scary because people don't have hope in it, right? Like, right. Like, my husband yeah. doesn't vote because they said they don't care. The only oh, vote of Donald Trump God. is in the election to vote against them. Uh, I'm like, that's that's why you vote, which is right. okay because, like, electoral <laughs> Nobody college, wants like, Donald Trump. Right. Okay. Just don't vote Donald Trump. That's yeah, I, I feel thing. like that's definitely, like, a, a plot. I feel like he yeah, knows no. he'll be president. Like, but, Yo, what if Donald Trump is secretly just, like, the most liberal motherfucker and his <laughs> office just Democrat, to get vote? Because I feel like if I were doing that, Playing to like pandering to re- Republicans is extremely easy to get them riled the fuck up. It don't take and much. It don't. Like, if you're black and gay slash queer and a Republican and like you supporting all this shit, like they're like, oh look, one of y'all no, support see, us. My it's like and my black you, friend, like, right? And see, so, like this black guy and me, but you get in so the much. fucking White House and you just wreck shop. <laughs> they do this Part so of me is hoping Obama. that like it's just a joke. Part of me is hoping that. If he does get in the White House, that is just like, surprise, bitch. Right. New so, of the White House version. And then the rest of me is like, so we moving to Canada or... Right. <laughs> so we're going to Canada or Mexico. how much them plane tickets cost? <laughs> <laughs> Who got a boat? <laughs> bitch, I'll drive. Harriet Tubman, bring her back out. <laughs> With the shotgun. Y'all coming? Because we gone. But, y'all, okay, but back to the question, too, sorry. Like, that's crazy too that that is like... That is where we are right now in our like mm-hmm. system. That like the job of president is um not even necessarily. Uh, I guess I guess it's like my a celebrity, parents, right? Like my parents, like and my their parents' parents might not have even voted to be honest. But like I feel like the generations before us saw this as a leader, and I guess right. you know right. Like you're like a, a cultural leader. Like you are the person we look to whenever we need guidance. Mm-hmm. Like, and I guess like the fact that it's turned into like a. Um, a shit show. Right? A money thing? A shit show? Yeah, like a, a puppet show. show. Right? And Sad. just like a... What's the... There's like, like a term. A There's a term. That's a term. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I can't think of the term. Let me see. I can't. Right, it's, just, it's just... General trashy. Hogwash. <laughs> right? Puppy <laughs> cock. <laughs> All right. Hoopla! Tomfooler. Thank you. <laughs> Shenanigans. Bullshit. Hoopla! <laughs> fuckery. Pure... That's, that's what I can describe fuckery. it. Just political fuckery. That's it. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people won't even vote. Like a lot of, I keep, like a lot of my sad. friends will not vote, uh, and I don't blame them because they change in so many different ways. Yeah, y'all. But like at the same time, Shai, like it's like you're part of the American. I like I know you don't have to, but it's like you're just part of it. Like so, like and like bitches, mm-hmm. we don't vote. Then they would like they win. They I was talking to the kids. In the words of because, DJ Khaled, that's what they want. Exactly. <laughs> you, I was talking Major to the, I was talking to the kids who I teach. This is like the only time I talk about teaching. I was talking to them about like. They asked me about politics and like you weren't supposed to like give your political leanings in school, but I'm pretty oh. sure. But like again, all my kids are black, so like but y'all all Democrats, so like <laughs> it's who whatever. Vote for Donald Trump. First right, of all, y'all and, can't vote anyway. And I was telling <laughs> them, I was there. telling them because they were just wanting to know, and I was like, well, a big thing is that like part of the whole like Republican agenda is like 
there is power in votes mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. that is drilled into like conservative views is like if you want your voice heard you have to vote also because most people who are conservative are also like very rich mm-hmm. wealthy have gone to better schools, have access to the knowledge that like yeah. having a lot Probably of votes like the most does work. Yes. Right. Access and to all then the best housing. On the other on the spectrum, in the like Democrats and independents and socialists and like everything not right leaning, you have people who tend to don't have as much access and don't have as much education and don't know that like, y'all, there is like yes, your individual vote does not matter like my individual vote will not tip the scale mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if we vote in large numbers like there's power in numbers How? like tell me about yeah first of all i want to just like um like introduce the idea of like the how we like the education like i love can we always i, I just love throwing formal education like people are less formally educated because i just don't want people to ever think that like right you need your experiences our education. Like, right. In the organizing world, we have something that we call, referred to as popular education that we mm-hmm. learn from our life experiences. Um, oh. And I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. Like that makes people. sense. You like that? Mm-hmm. I'll take you to a few different work. I could do a workshop. I, We're going to have a later. workshop. Your literary workshop. Oh my God, um, yes. Like, I guess that like, if people understood that your one vote might not tip the scale in the national elections, but in the elections that it matters, like, Congress makes rules, like, con- like right. So yeah. locally, we need to local elections are more important right. than the president right. elections. Because right. otherwise, we end up with Bobby Jindal's for two fucking terms. Mm. I didn't even know when the second governor's race was. It's so good, and Republicans I was like, really because they know like the how to fucking he, sneak it in. The second time he won, I, I was, was like, like oh. there was a governor's race. Oh. Who ran against I, him? I still can't say to this day, and I'm a politician. It wasn't Mike Foster. Was Mike Foster Republican or Democrat? I have no idea. Okay, I was too young to give a fuck about that. I know I voted okay. for Landrew when she was running for governor because she was Democrat. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but now she's not even a senator no more. Thank God. All right. Oh, Mary. Ooh. Mayor. Oh, Mayor. Mary. Don't Bye, you honey. weep. We love you. We love you. Bye, David Vitter and Scully's. Oh, David Vitter. He Woo. even stopped being a senator. I was like, oh, David finally left with his Place racist the ass. Lord. That's All right. Thing. Bobby Jindal <laughs> and David Vitter. Uh, Louisiana. Oh, <laughs> right. locally. Why? Why? Right. You never gonna let they they don't want you to be they great. They don't want me to be they great. They don't want me. Sunny D does not want me, Petty Manny's to be great. I Petty always Manny's want you to live. be great. Oh, so you can't live. You're just constantly shitting on me. No, I'm not. Not intentionally. I was laughing at you for being stupid. See? Don't don't <laughs> high five. Thank you, that. Black Gold. Oh my god, I love you. I love that name. I like when you say it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to like cut you off. Alright, wait, did we even did we answer the question? No, I I, I think, hope we did. I think I mean if not I don't we, know. if not we talked about it, which is good enough. Yeah, no, definitely. And just to definitely just repeat because I think the hosts are dropping so much knowledge. Petty Mayonnaise, bitch, that name is everything, bitch. Petty Mayonnaise <laughs> said something really important about how Republicans can use their heavy access to money, their heavy access to resources, and um these big institutions that exist because of them, um, privatization and the way that the jails and hospitals and schools are all making money now mm-hmm. directly contribute to how Republicans are able to disenfranchise black votes, Latino votes, um, and just erase people from voters' lists. And they redraw districts and they do gerrymandering. Thank and, um, you. Just, yeah, I just want to really just go in on that point that you said. Like All the terms yes. you guys learned in school is what black gold is repeating and you right. need to listen to <laughs> and I'm sorry that you had to learn it in school and not like living your life and like being taught that way. Or, excuse me, I'm not sorry for that. That's not a bad thing. I'm trying to learn the, the and instead of but. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I support that. I'm learning the stop saying just. Like, I'm just asking this, like, very much of, like, trying to sort of apologize mm-hmm. or, like, lessen the blow of what I'm saying. It's just like, yeah. no, I need you to do this. No. I do that. To stop I need to saying be, sorry. Yeah. I don't do that too much. Yeah. I mean, oh, as a woman, you're always constantly told right. you have to apologize. Like, you have don't to apologize. Like, you have to be, like, um, meek. Yes. Don't apologize. And so you have to be, like, don't be meek. meek and stuff. So you I'm have to sorry, say I'm sorry. sorry. It's thing, but. Yeah. Black girls don't get the space to say what the fuck they want to say. So say mm-hmm. what the fuck you want to say. Okay. I support it. That's why I support Azalea Banks. Because it's just like, girl, black girls do not get the space to do that. Okay. Because black girls very often get told what you're told. They called you a nigga bitch, like, all the time. So it's just like, bitch, keep being that angry, fucking bitter black bitch. Because okay. I support I didn't read something. She, somebody said that they want her to get angry. It was recent. And she was like... Maybe I don't want to be angry. I'm, well, trying to, I'm trying to be better. Right, that's what she said. She I'm was trying like, to be happier. I'm, I'm, I'm more done. concerned with yeah. shit that's good to me, but also yeah. I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. You aren't going to tell me what to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, but I just yeah. thought that was I thought that was like important. that's she's growing. And yeah, I was like, oh Twitter controversy queen that. if you want, bitch. But like, she is a real girl and she teaches us a lot about life and, and I how we can live happier. I I have learned a lot from her. Like her, because I mean, she's a year older than I am by like a week. And really? yeah, she was born on the thirty first. I went on the twenty third. Where y'all? Taurus. Gemini. Okay. She's know. full Gemini. I'm Gemini cusp. Um, right. You know, I'm just doing me. Right. Because. Oh, whatever. Because he's two-faced anyway. Nah, but I'm not I two-faced. So, like, like, you're lying. Right. Uh, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, like, so you just going to sit on the radio and you're just going to lie like that? Huh? You're silent. Oh, audience, just you so y'all know. You see my face? So you're silent. I'm not lying. So you're silent. I'm not. If All I'm I hear lying, are crickets. You're go. flying, bitch. You're on the roof. I, I believe not. I can fly. I'm right here. I believe you just touched the sky because you're a liar. I'm not a liar. Go ahead. That's like Kanye's song. We're going to touch the sky. We're going to touch the sky. <laughs> that is. Dude, yeah. Is it public knowledge that Petty, that, that Petty Mayonnaise like, lives, for example? Like, do, do, like, does the audience tell you stand hard for her? Yes. Stand hard for who? Azalea. Azalea. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bitch, yeah. I live how hard no, this bitch stands. I love who I love you know Azalea Banks. Yeah. I mean, I know the that she... The knows that you stand for. I know that Azalea. she's, like, say some fucked up stuff, but it's just like, but again, I gotta stop saying that, because, like... Kanye. What? Oh, let's work. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying who you stand for, who I stand for. You stand for Kanye West? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Hmm. I told you Kanye West is... I know. I know you liked him, but I didn't know that you, like, liked him. I didn't know that he was your Beyonce. Can we talk about Stan? Yeah, like, but I, I do. Mean, yeah, after, let's ask this like, one yeah, last legitimate <laughs> question and then we can, All right, like, all right. Talk I'll, about I'll it. save my, my, my explanation of my standing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think, were you done? I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, my last question. We digress. Um, <laughs> can you explain the power of healing justice? Because you mentioned this word earlier. Yes, 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 yes. Um, mm. So, when I talked about working in organizations, when I talked about amplification of people's abilities when I talk about using servant leadership to identify um, your community's needs and make those needs meet your goals. Um, all that and so much more can be considered what um, organizers and what healers call healing justice. And so, yes, when you hear me say the word healer, you are thinking the most ancient, druid, like magical, mythical thing, mm-hmm. right? I'm not trying to be cute and talk about medicine. I'm not trying, no, like we were really talking about using the magic that is inherently in us to address the seven generations of pain and trauma and um, abuse that black and brown bodies have witnessed and still right. exist mm-hmm. today, right? We talk about 22 trans women being murdered this year. Um, Give one, us those you, stats. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. 22 trans women being married this year. 2016? Of... Nah. 20... Oh. 20... Oh, God, though. Could you imagine Oh, my this? God. I was like, oh, my God. We've <laughs> been right. right. a one a day. One yeah. a day. Yeah. Okay. I was like, bitch, is worse you than know. I thought. Right. But you know, people don't start showing us, like, Ooh. humanity. Okay. Like, like letting us showcase our humanity. Um, Then it would be something like that. Right. We could yeah. cut off and that would be that. Like, Ooh. Um, because if people don't see marginalized people as humans, right. like they don't give anyone humanity, they don't give trans women humanity, like they don't give incarcerated people humanity. Nobody, it's scary. like how do you yeah. give humanity? That's another thing about young activism, right? Like kids, for so much of the history, have um for our what I understand of history, have had power taken away from them because oh you're not smart enough. Kids should be seen not heard. Go work in these child labor camps, like, right? Right, like like it's it's uh it, it, so. Regardless of all that, I think I lost my track. Read about healing. healing justice. Oh, healing justice. God, sorry about that. Um, and so I had no idea, and I still don't know if I have any idea what that means. Um, but in the in the organizing field, we would refer to someone as a healer who is here to restore people, not simply by writing a policy that says, um, shout out to Policy 402. Breakout had one of the most comprehensive policing policies in the oh country. Ooh. The Department of Justice came down from D.C. to talk to us and write out our policy and try and make it national. So look out for that oh my God. if there's a Democratic next president. Look at y'all. Ah. Child, we made so much history. And look so at like, y'all. Like, I saw your billboard. Okay, right. That's some history too now. Hey. Oh, I um, don't see it. Take me to I don't it. know where it's at. Oh, damn. I just be driving around, but I have seen it twice. Oh, it's on the, oh yeah, yeah. If y'all ever going over the Broad overpass, not too far from Tulane That's and Broad, it. you could just see it right there on the Earhart. What do you call that? Exit? Like, I guess. Earhart Expressway? This is the one that's by the prison. Yeah. Yeah, by the police station. Unfortunately. Thank um, you. And so healing justice is just like, so if, if youth organizing is bringing young people together to organize their own campaigns to win power and shift power, from people, most notably like the police and like white patriarchy. Um, and if leadership development addresses oppression by not only building, um, so if youth organizing builds power through people and if leadership development builds the power of people through developing leaders and developing the strengths mm-hmm. of each person, right. then healing justice addresses oppression and violence by creating um, space to talk about what, well, what wellness means. Um, also, to keep it simple, by addressing the inherent value of being well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like self-care? Exactly, okay. self, but like us, like we want to do it like a cyclical thing because I feel like we we talk about self care always by itself, and then we talk about community care always by itself. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like self care to community care, to community care to self, like that cyclical thing. Like who uh-huh, knows where it starts, uh-huh. who knows where it stops. Right. Like inherently, you working on yourself should be a beacon of like self care to extend to community care. Like oh my mm-hmm. god, because you're really part of the community. Well. I really see Dawn doing. She has a community garden. Wait, let me see. Maybe I can eat more vegetables. Like inherently, right. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like right. Um, and so healing justice has look. It can look like um, different modalities. It can be these oils and tinctures to get us outside of the medical industrial complex. Right. Rosemary for headaches. Um, oregano for toothaches. Um, oh my god! And so well at Breakout, we've had some really interesting stuff where mm-hmm. our members are like not only just organizers now, they're also starting to see the benefits of um. Because I feel like I, this might not be a universal truth, but I feel like organizing is really based on the like um, the like fighting and like the marching and like the. Right, writing and reports. that's for me. That isn't. It, it does not. Bother yeah, me. everybody's. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a rally. I'm not an attender rally, and I like love that, but everybody's. Yeah, justice yeah, fight is different. Me, I'm like, yeah. I support that. I will. I was give you mm-hmm. a little three dollars or to buy a sticker or whatever. Like, give you some money. Can we acknowledge the importance of people like that in the movement? Though? Yeah. No. I know. I. Everybody. I, yeah, I everybody's it. like movement, and everybody's like march for equality and justice is different. Like, the, everybody needs to play their part. Some people right. need to march. Some and people need to organize. Some people need to write. Everybody. Everybody can't hold a, a hell of a poster. Somebody. Right. Make them damn posters. And my space is 
time is Mike and in the classroom. I see mm-hmm. that. And yeah, some people have it's to teach. Reality. Yeah, some people have to teach the people that are coming after us. Right. You know, like I can't, I can't do the rallies mm-hmm. and the protests. Somebody has to the, be there to heal them. Somebody has to be there to listen. Job, I think so. one thing about that is that like we get so much taken out of us from oppression that healing justice tries to um build instead of talking about what is wrong in the world and what right. is horrible. Mm. We try to find like the balance and beauty and things. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I to say this again. I'm, youth organizers and leadership development people, y'all, I'm not talking bad about y'all. I'm just saying as a healing justice um, and a healing-centered organizer, you often are talking about hopes and visions and you're teaching people how to do meditation and visioning exercises but at the same time. Right. If there's a suicide in the community, people normally look to you. If there's, um, you know, a contraction of any sort, people look to you. And right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and it's this, this beautiful thing because you have a platform to, to the ultimate goal of healing justice is to have people facilitate their own wellness and whatever that means to them mm-hmm. and you support it as someone who like is there with them. Um, and so you have this platform to create so much beauty, y'all. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, there's so much harm that has been done to us that like, it often comes along with that balance of like, um, less mm-hmm. pretty things. Right. And so, real quick, just to wrap it up, um, and so what Breakout has done with the Healing Justice Program is we've created um, the Healing as Resistance Together Heart Program. Oh, y'all, y'all see, y'all know everything that I'm involved in has like a Compassion Academy Heart Program. Right. <laughs> y'all already know which one of the projects I'm on. Right. Um, <laughs> we know so, who made the name. Okay. And so they consist of like three different components of Healing Justice, which is not all, all Healing Justice looks different. Meditation, right. massage, all that stuff is healing. Talking to each other. Having sex, drinking wine with your friends, all that right. stuff is healing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't want to give that to them because you have to go to some exotic botanical and it has to be white. Yeah. Right. So anyways. <laughs> and um, expensive. They, right? And inaccessible to your black ass. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> you, you know where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, you were thinking, oh yeah, I was thinking it, but you said it again. <laughs> um, and so the heart program tried to address um, oppression and tried to build healing and wellness understandings and analysis in a few different ways. So... The first thing was um, the leadership development component, right? And so you guys saw that as a G, or I talked about it as the GD High Set Certification Program, known as the Posh Academy. If you need your High Set RGD certification, please do not hesitate to go to youthbreakout.org and become part of our class. Um, you and automatically have ownership in it, and you're great. Um, and that is youthbreakout.org. It's, it's, they can hear um, you. This, right, okay, right. They can totally hear you. Like, actually, they can hear you breathe all this whole I'm, time. I'm like, oh, I'm notoriously bad with links. So, like, it's kind of part of my shtick, I think. <laughs> I think it should you definitely come with it. You get it. That's just, you, you, you get I'm not it. even going to try again because I'm going to fuck it up. Youthbreakout.org. Okay. Got oh it. God, wait, you are. That's bad. Yeah, I'm oh, really, no, I'm no, really he, bad he at it. He gets it. He gets it. I fuck up my own. Instagram names and Sunny D, you got to be the one to hold out down. So yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> I have too much. Like the um, oh, sorry, y'all. I'm so. <laughs> no. so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I love it. He's I love so being stupid, here, y'all. Bro. The high said GED Posh Academy certification classes. Mm-hmm. Um, another bit like access people to like um use different visioning exercises. Like I have this like meditation turn, not meditation, because some you know, bitch. If you try to sit certain people in the room, they be like. So you know, you men men to, what do what? Do I, I'm not sitting here and alming nothing. Yeah, some people don't like to sit and meditate. <laughs> Bitch, um, I'm going home. <laughs> um, where's the food? Is dinner time? Um, where's the pizza? Uh, are we done? <laughs> and so uh, what we do is um, we do visioning exercises and visioning like our. I'll ask someone to come up with something and then like I'll add in a little, maybe a little bit more structure and maybe a little bit more um, universality behind the lesson. And so it'll turn into people making their own visioning for their futures and like a military brat. I'm sorry I was saying this, but I have a. 55-year plan, because I was taught to be very prepared and very... 55? 55? Yes. 
Talk and about so, long-term plans. Talk about future. Talking about your like, future. Talking about my babies also that like right. that okay. shit messes up all the time and like I and so don't if please don't hear me say fifty-five year plan and think that oh they got to figure it out. Think no. that like I know where I I know what my intentions are for myself right. and that part of like that healing part right is like mm-hmm. manifesting that by writing it out and then child but I've been going off and on off and on and doing okay. things that I'm supposed to be doing when I'm thirty-five and then like right and so um. The leadership development includes the school. Um, it includes making like a future for yourself, whatever that means for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it includes exchange programs, right? So um, we sent some of our members to I Love You Streetwise and Safe in New York, our sister organization. Because like a huge part of it was that like breakout. This is like I myself. Well, two other people were on staff before me, and then I became the third person to actually create the healing program. And so. Yeah, a lot of it was stuff that we've never done before. I'm like, girl, y'all gotta go learn this. Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the Eastern Red component. The Healing Justice Night component has, I asked people from the community to come in and to show us what healing means to them and to see how members may be able to tap into that. And so that's what manifested in like mm-hmm. one of our members. And then it's interesting because the whole point of this is to, for our members to gain an analysis on how important and inherent value of being well and how it's equally important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of our members did a yoga party um, in one of the yoga studios, like Life Yoga Studios. Shout out to you, Ops. Oh my God, um, yeah. You, Aubrey. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just call her Ops. Aubrey, thank I know. you, baby. Yeah. Um, and so they, we, they donated us money and they funded the whole Healing Justice Night and Bonnie, like she, so like, obviously I know that she'll, but she did her own budgeting, she ordered her food, she did her invitation. And so it's doing more than just providing space for healing. Um, it's also providing that the, that piece of leadership development where you are in charge of something and you have mm-hmm. ownership of it. Um, we've made dream catchers. One of our, oh God, Milan, I love you. Amazing youth organizer, lead organizer, excuse me, Milan. Um, she identifies with the Sioux tribe. Um, and so part of that is like making dream catchers as not only like a way to just like express yourself, but also as a way to just catch things that might be bad and to get rid of mm-hmm. bad dreams and toss them. So she did a healing justice night. Um, mm-hmm. Another healing justice night we had, or we were supposed to do, but um, I fell ill and ended up having to leave town two weeks after that, um, was this sound therapy museum. And Monica McIntyre, I love you, baby. Oh my God, yes. Right. She put together this dope program we got tuning parks for chakra um, and so mm-hmm. basically that was going to introduce the people like, and they're going to make their own affirmations using sound we're just trying to introduce healing in so many different ways that yeah. people Wouldn't will start think, to yeah uh, before exactly and then not only that too but then people also like start to think of ways that they are already doing healing and they want to mm-hmm. share and so right. the whole point is to get the members to say that we don't need a Nia we don't need a Nate we can facilitate our own wellness. And so I love this. Ooh. I'm really I, wanna come to I am also really upset that I never got involved in breakout before. And like I'm taking that as like a problem, like a fault of my own. Mm-hmm. Is that it was just like But you I always heard have time. About it and now I got time. But that and sounds like something really fun. Where are breakout organizers in recruiting you? So it's not that right. It's, yeah, that was it too. The, um, I didn't really know. And so the last piece, sorry, I just really want to make sure I'm like. I'm no, no, you're good. You're good. Because this work is like. Right. No one wants to fund it because it's too hoity toity. Right. Why? What the hell hoity toity? I know what you hoity-toity, mean. Hoity toity. Right? We all um, know hoity toity. It's, it's not clear enough. There's no clear campaign enemy. There's no clear change policy. Um, right. This stuff is very much so just like we have to believe that we are moving towards a better space when we do this kind of work, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And so that's the reason why I'm like, I feel the need to talk about it so much. Um, and so there's the Healing Justice Nights, there's the Leadership Development Component, and the last piece is Special Projects. Um, so this includes, like, we our people, so people in our community do sex work, and ain't nothing wrong with that. We right. don't ever, ever, ever knock anyone for doing mm-hmm. right. anything to survive. Whether it's, like, whether you did steal 
from an old lady, I know that was the reason why you did that. You're not a bad person. That action was a little interesting, and maybe we can dialogue around how we restore <laughs> trust with that old lady. That, excuse me, oh my God, that elderly lady. Right. Like, but you're not a bad person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the last piece are these special projects that like come from um, a need to address these bigger things, right? Mm-hmm. That I can't, like, I don't know how to address. So um, one of those things is Real Sex Week, in which we had three different events. The first one was um, a sex workers only event and we talked about different safety initiatives mm-hmm. um and so i'm also really good at like um interdisciplinary type things right and so i'll sneak in like policies without people even noticing we'll talk in like I'm like well girl you said you want to pop him but like girl you know <laughs> H- like bill hb11 like that ah! <laughs> oh. you know everyone knows there's a panhandling bill that's about to get passed in the state louisiana legislature so you sneak that in so the first one's around that says you safety. can't panhandle uh, so yeah you basically are they're basically trying to make it harder well it actually passed Oh, okay. Um, and so basically they're making it harder for people who are just generally on the streets to get access to moving around to like maybe access some money or maybe okay. facilitating like um, in exchange for business or whatever. Right. Um, but it's not going to be used but to just like directly give people more power and more freedom to kind of like arrest people in a Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so Real Sex Week, the first night was sex and, sex and safety for sex workers. Um, and for just the general community, the second night was a trivia game. Julia, shout out to you because I love you. Oh my God, juicy! That's my baby. Um, <laughs> it was a trivia game which we like asked people like um, what's um, something you didn't know. Juicy, can you please give me back my coat? <laughs> She's juicy had it for like two old. years. That's embarrassing, Julia. <laughs> I keep forgetting it at her house, so it's like Juice. my fault. Okay, but you know they're wearing it out. Oh, no, they're wearing it out. I am. Most likely to keep my coat for two years is Julia. (laughs) Most likely to never return. Right. Um, so yes, and then um, so this game show around like um, things that like we don't ever talk about, and that we we know s- the comprehensive of sex are the sex ed in the country is all over the place in different mm-hmm. places. We know how mm-hmm. and not okay that is. Or excuse me, not that it's not okay, but we know the results of that. Right. Um, and so things like oh no, it's not okay. Girl, <laughs> yeah, it's the boot. They're like, not even new boots. They just like cute. Don't even buck <laughs> her head up. <laughs> don't. Hey. Don't y'all buck her like head a, up. Y'all need like a, um, what do you call it? Like a person that they, a photographer. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, because y'all like y'all need these backstage like pictures. Y'all look so funny. <laughs> that's what Juan's gonna come do for us. Come on, oh my right, Juan, come on, step it up. Where you at? Oh, I'm joking. I don't know you want to live here. And so the last piece was this, my favorite piece because like I this idea of like um creating our own things and then like mm-hmm. manifesting our things for our people. Um, so we created our talk show. Um, and we had people from all different walks of the community in our organization um, lead the way. And it was kind of like it started off with the real and they did hot topics and like what's going on. Um, and each person was talking. Like um, we had a camera crew there. We had commercials filmed. Like, That's and so edited, cute. And it was edited by a queer person. Oh. They put together the script. The breakout members put it together, queer and trans people. Um, I obviously like helped to organize everything, obviously. Um, and they're just like, we created our own talk show. And like, mm-hmm. it was hot really topics. Cute. And then the bitches got to ask real questions like, so who does and doesn't use condoms most of the time? Uh, and like so then we talk about that and then we talk about mm-hmm. how do you actually do shit and how long should you do it like you know stuff that like right. I never learned not like personally I hate I'm like I'm sorry this is too much information y'all but like personally like it was really traumatizing to say like some of the sexual abuses I've had as a kid into like this really rampant sexual world like right. learning how to do everything just right and like it's a lot. And so mm-hmm. I was super thankful that we were able to create our own programming, our own media, edit our own media, distribute our media and talk about um ways to be resilient through sex talks just simply mm-hmm. talking about sex and right. talking about not just okay you know you gotta do this and this is what i do but bitch what's your favorite position what feels good right <laughs> what did you like that you never would tell anyone that you like mm-hmm. and so these mm-hmm. guys this show and i love the talk i love michael and kelly Ripa, and i love the real those are my things that i watch 
And for me, it was like that times 10. Right. Um, and so these special programs can be anything about Real Sex Week um, mm-hmm. to like the Say My Name program, which is a social theater piece that's centered around the lives of five black transgender women. Um, mm-hmm. And so luckily for us, that piece got picked up in Jackson and New York and Philadelphia. Right? And they was even talking about trying to take us to France. And like our, like some of our members, like, like go to even Jack, like, you know, go to Jackson, which is right. great. Like, you know, like, you don't do that. And, like, we stopped up and down New York for a week and then went to Philadelphia. Oh, that's what you went to New there. York for. Okay, Oh, cool. oh wow. And then recently yes. I went to, well, and that's another thing, right? This world has opened up so many great things. I just came from an all-women's retreat, um, all-films retreat, and it was in the woods in New York, and I had such a good time. Oh. Like, breakout members being in New York, like, no one ever, like, Thought, that's a breakout with right, you. that's anyway. really that's fun. so that's great. I'm so yeah. happy that's going. Aww. Look at you. Look at you. Okay. Look at you, yeah, black old. No, getting it. I don't know that answered your question, but no, no, I think it did. Okay, healing it is, did. and it just, also was like a good wrap up too. Just mm-hmm. one last thing. No, go ahead. Um, having a healing centered approach to everything we do is detrimental in preserving. Um, I'm saying this for me, the black race. Um, it's detrimental to preserving queer and trans races. And then generally, everyone, you should obviously have a healing-centered approach to what you do because mm-hmm. before you can change something and rip it down and tear it apart, you have to restore it to an ability to have the conversation or to have a dialogue or to be able to move forward in a progressive way. Right. And it, it's just, yeah, it's healing, yeah. Okay, I, so where can we find more more about the healing processes and more about the organization you work for? Heck yeah. So my loves, you can go to youthbreakout.org. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Youth Breakout. I don't have like a good TH. Or you can follow us on <laughs> t- on Twitter at Youth Breakout. Um, and we're also on Facebook as well. As Youth Breakout? Um, I think just Breakout. <laughs> right? Because our organization is just Breakout, but everyone right. already taken the URLs. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I, that's Got how you. we were. And Healing Justice. Tell us about it. Healing Justice and Healing Centered Organizing are consistently developing um, concepts. So there's a plethora of like, stuff other that's just being like birthed and just being mm-hmm. showcased and so right. there's plenty of room to learn but there's also, also plenty of room to trailblaze and that you are already doing healing justice and no matter whatever you're doing you are a healer don't let anyone take that away from you that's a magic that was born in you specifically okay. my queer and trans people since the beginning of time we have right. been magical don't forget that right. magical hashtag magical okay, I do have a question for to go to break out things, it is for queer and trans people. Is it also for queer and trans allies? So or some is of them, it a, some of the okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I'm sorry, I should, like, no, 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 no. You were um, you were about to say what I'm about to say. And so some some of the programs, uh, most of the programs are open for the community because mm-hmm. a lot of them are like beneficial. It's educational slash. Hey, you got a little coin for breakout, right? Donate um, <laughs> <laughs> box. Okay. And the cool thing about so even being a member of Breakout, it's not that you want to be an organizer, that maybe you came for your high set, and maybe that's how you're involved. Or maybe you came because you like to cook food for Wednesday meetings. Like, right. not everyone in Breakout is necessarily an organizer either. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, I don't know why, why I started that, but I guess to say that not everyone who is Breakout's love and is invited is, I guess, queer or trans. Uh-huh. Um, now, you already know we're going to have our events that are like, girl, this is for QT Pac people only, which, right. excuse mm-hmm. me, is a queer and trans people of color. Some events, we might be, this is just a person of color event, and so we need our straight allies, our, our outside of our community allies there. Right. Um, so as mm-hmm. always, there's a space and time for everything, and the most appropriate thing is always if you feel uncertain to ask, um, and no one's going to be like, you know, why would you ask sis gum? Like, no one's going to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, that's shady. This is just a small, stupid joke. I don't know that um, APOC crew that I've been running into in New Orleans, they know. might. Oh, anarchist people of color? I've never, I just, I just met this community. There's anarchist people of color? 
I just met the creator. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so we. Right, we're going to take that fuck out. We have to take a quick music break <laughs> and we will be back. We're going to figure <laughs> we out what this anarchy is. We'll be over. back we'll shortly. We'll tell y'all another day. Not right now. Love you. Uh, <laughs> Faking in my face, that shit don't get a pass. You want my spot, but check credentials, don't complete the task. Maybe I'm an industry that got a piece of Asian ass. that ass out, no, it's not a keen. With the cash and the clout, or oh, my bitch is clean. What we supposed to be, none of you leeches close to me. None of you hoes, it's your coat Mickey B and YPD. Fun and fancy free, groupies put their hands on me. Front row casually, five different fatalities. Fun and fancy free, groupies put their hands on me. Front row casually, five different fatalities. Be like, nigga, you respect, don't be shit to me. Oh, you funny acting bitches in this industry. If you ain't homie, you an enemy. Ha-ha! I'm Larry David laughing cause the bitches taking me. Nigga, you respect, don't be shit to me. Oh, you funny acting bitches in this industry. If you ain't homie, you an enemy. Ha-ha! I'm Larry David laughing cause the bitches kicking. My skin is fair. We be living a good life, Raja. I'm a superstar girl, black conja. I ain't know what could be like this. Yo, it's priceless. My skill is fair. We've been living. 
that you just heard i don't normally announce songs on the show but i feel like that was important the first one was the newest song by mickey blanco who is a trans rapper who's also poc and then the second one was a song by kicks the killer who is a queer rapper a rapper who is queer excuse me kicks the killer at afropunk possibly probably i think i don't, I I like don't remember if i i think i just saw like the name and i was like oh i want to go see but i don't think i actually made it Afropunk is a very uh I like very crazy Afro thing. Punk. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a punk. Every is a very it's very like, you know, you gotta like run from stage to stage. Right. It's close together but then it's far at the same time. I remember that movie Scream whenever a girl was in the like sound studio and Scream was chasing her. <laughs> 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 I don't, remember that. I, don't remember that. I don't remember that. I wish she would talk about that. Yeah, I actually never. Seen this is nothing like that. This is nothing like that. You know, I've actually only screen? seen like the very beginning when Drew Barrymore gets killed. Oh yeah. Oh, you've yeah. seen some of the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All three movies. You've seen some of the best. Uh, I mean, I, I like the Scream franchise. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not oh, a scary movie person. I, I love, love scary, scary movies. I'm such a nightmare Heather. I'm like, <laughs> you, you love mean? me. Really? Like, y'all love y'all both are like actually I love scary movies. Does that mean y'all gonna invite me over to a party? And yeah, we're gonna, like, gonna be like we're gonna be like uh, like oh we're having a party we're watching some movies. I'd be like oh my god Sunny D the SpongeBob movie. Oh yes! my god yes you're coming through. Coming through and, and then, then come on it's like oh my god this mic still stinks. <laughs> <Night living dead. laughs> okay y'all right. The hills have eyes for. <laughs> I love the hills have eyes. Okay y'all there's only two of them. I never seen it. I have to watch it. I like the hills have eyes. A lot. Movie, I, swear, I don't know. Yeah. Those are my. F- I love The Hills Have Eyes and The Descent and like. Yeah, oh Little okay. Angel keeps telling me I needed to watch The Purge. We can. The Purge was actually a lot better than I thought it was going she, to. Yeah. He keeps telling me I need to watch The Purge. So I support it. Maybe I'll just let Little Angel watch Purge. Okay. Um, Let's get into this next segment, which we right. have like twenty minutes left on the show. Oh, we were talking about standing. We were going to go back to talk about standing. Ooh. Ooh. What? We can do of, that. It's like a piece of hair oh. in this, and it's like. Oops. Is that my hair? I don't know. And it's really just um, for you. I stand for Zoya Banks. 
Mm-hmm. It started shortly after 212 came out. And it just caught me. She's a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Mm. She's weird. I'm weird. She was raised on the internet, as was I. She went to an arts high school. I went to an arts high school. She's brown. I'm brown. Yeah, the same. You're one in the same. Really one different. in the same. <laughs> That's it. Um, I stand for a good old Kanye, Kanye West. Yee. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so I stand for Kanye West, uh, but my standing is very different than normal standing mm-hmm. because I realize when Kanye be fucking up. Like I'm ready to acknowledge. Like so do I. I was gonna say Banks be on. I publicly acknowledge it. I publicly acknowledge it. I publicly. Yeah, that's yeah. Because I'm not there yet. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm there. Going. I'm, I'm working. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the I'm a work in like the last the last two songs that he just released were phenomenal, but facts was shit. And I love you, Yee, but baby, no. 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 And I became a Yeezy fan um, during Katrina year. That was like, I bought two CDs, which one was, what is that? College, no, not college dropout. Um, late registration. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. So one is late registration, and the other CD I bought was the Emancipation of Mimi. Good old Mariah Carey. Work, Mimi. They were like $5 at Black Friday. And, <laughs> and so, like, I started listening to that CD, and I was just like, this man, I love everything he's saying. Like I need, like I like this so much. And then like I saw him open up for Usher, and I was like, oh my god, he's so amazing. So I'm a. Cause when it all when it falls down, who you gonna call now? She's so subconscious. <laughs> Don't you know the rest of that? I do, but I'm about to sing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Is it late registration? Shit, I gotta look it up now. Are you saying? No, I'm joking. You said <laughs> Thank you. No, go ahead and question it. Question There's it. So my would okay for that. But you're not the you. normal fan. I I'm not. Oh. right. Okay. Thank you. Every problem. <laughs> I'm not. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want. I just want to tip it about Zaria Banks. Um. I acknowledge when she fucks up. Everybody fucks up, whatever. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. But I think I also like Azir Banks because, like, musically, we listen to a lot of the same shit growing up. And oh, so, right. like, she also gives me... She kind of reminds me of, like, this day and age's equivalent, as close as we can get, to Missy Elliott. Mm. Minus, like, being conventionally pretty. Because, uh, like, Missy Elliott was not, like, conventionally pretty. But Azir Banks is very much, like, what society says is, like, an attractive girl. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just, like, having, like really weird music videos and like having these songs that don't quite sound like the shit that's on the radio right now. I feel like my that would be Janelle Monet. To Missy Elliott? Yeah. Janelle Monet to me is still like conventionally pretty. I mean, no. I'm not talking about conventionally pretty, but I'm just like having weird video songs oh, that you don't really hear yeah. on the radio. I used and to be a big fan being of very Janelle Monet, but then outside. she never let go of that like robot shit. And I was like, okay, but you've been doing this for that a long time. Too, that last song, the baby, yoga man, song? Uh, yeah. Baby, that let go of all the robot shit. Yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan of that I liked it. I don't know. I I'm also really love Janelle Monet. <laughs> I'm like, my favorite Janelle Monet era is Mini Moon's Janelle Monet, which is like very different from like current Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. And that was when I fell in love with her. And like, this is like, this is cute, but. I love Janelle Monáe. Can we say too though that she? So I don't like I'm you know I'm like a um up tempo like you know entertainment type person. So right. Most of her music is great for me, but not a lot of it isn't. But can I also say though like bringing on Jedediah, Jedediah. Right. Jedena. Yeah, the I classic was, man. Jedediah. Right, Jedediah. Like, little Juju. Like, okay. Little didgeridoo. Little, <laughs> little Job. <laughs> <laughs> Shadrach. Bringing out Shadrach, me shaking up. <laughs> 
okay, 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 okay. Like she's Woo! doing great things for black music and um, Definitely. black leadership in music. Um, right, I support that. Yeah. And now to the ultimate. Stand. The ultimate. Oh, I, oh, I was right. Ultimate it was late registration. Oh, you're a great stand. We're gonna we're gonna leave this. Also, eight away and heartbreaks was trash. I kind of like eight away. I like it, but not to listen, not a whole album yeah. to listen to at the same time. But yeah. like the songs, if I go to the songs broken up, yeah. Coldest but Wonder is probably my favorite from that album. That song actually makes me cry. Oh, it does. Cause oh. Kanye explained it as like it's not like about a it's about a woman, but it's not like about like him breaking up with somebody. It's about his mom and like him losing his mom. Oh. And so that was like when I went see him. That was like when I was losing my dad, and I was like, "Oh, oh that song God. reaches me to nuts, oh, a much more different level." You needed that, and, 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 and like listening to it, it makes me like want to cry. And that's Outside. when you know you're a stand. <laughs> and it speaks to the power of like yeah. art. Me like, and Phil were like, "Oh," because Phil <laughs> lost his mom, and I lost my dad. We were just like, "Oh, oh shit, that means so much more different things." Yes, oh, that's good though. Uh-huh. And how people can like draw the complexities of Kanye West and not just yeah. try and label him as like a outrageous, right? Yeah, because you know, really right now white people don't like him, so right now he's not gonna. Okay, succeed but some anything. people don't like white people. Oh, oh Kanye no. don't like white people. Well, I don't like white people. He likes okay, his wife. Right. She white. George Bush doesn't care about black people. And that is amazing. <laughs> and that is why Kanye West is amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to I get my, my my Mike Myers here. Like, uh, <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had seen that in person. I think I, I saw oh, it. I, I wish I had TV. seen that live. I was watching TV. That would have been an unforgettable moment. No, he's amazing. To I'm have sorry. Like, Kanye West is amazing. Like he be saying, like he rambles a lot, but he has some good points. And like the man's mm-hmm. uh, a I'm gonna let great you finish. What? But single ladies was the best video <laughs> of all and then time. Beyonce's rude ass like face, like. Like girl, bitch, like, like you didn't know. Like you knew that. Like you knew that. Like you thought Taylor Swift should win. B, did you? Did you be? Did you be? Okay. Speaking of B, I got a question. What? I know. Before it's also speaking of B. Go. B e y. How do you pronounce it? B. Why though? Isn't that B? It's I pronounce it. It's always been B. Yeah. Because her name is Beyonce, not Beyonce. I know, but I don't know. B e y. Not you. I love when you do it. Okay, I love when you do it. I don't. I don't. It needs to be B. She's never said Beyonce. I mean, like Bay. It's always to me. It's always been B E Y, like King B, Beyonce. I guess I. I guess I just when I'm reading that say Bay, but I know it's supposed to be B. I guess in my head it transfers. Right. <laughs> and whenever anybody... That's for why not. Oh. And, yeah, no, you did. You did. You did. But whenever anybody <laughs> says bae, like, the inside of my brain just goes, because it's just like, why are you saying that? It's like, usually, It's usually certain types of queer... White people. White, white gay men. People. Just go ahead and say it. Go, y'all wear out. Always. <laughs> the, the perpetual oh, wear out. Okay. Most likely to wear it out at every single motherfucking at every function. function. At the turn up function. At every Yo, single turn up, turn down, turn <laughs> middle function is the white gaze. Y'all wear it out. All right. So tell us about. <laughs> All right. Oh. The Queen ultimate B. stand is in the so, room. You guys, like, so. Think of like the like the how we're all made of yeah, all of this. Just getting so things. excited. We're all made of all this stuff. Like right there, the like depending on who you are, there is a, a bang in the universe, and like all these particles formed, and then thus the Earth was formed, and from the Earth, like we were formed. So all these things are made of this, like all the same particles basically. We're the Earth, and that's why we say ashes. Well, that's not why, but like we go back into the Earth. We're made from what the Earth is and what right. the cosmos are made of. Right. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's the same. Um, no one has ever showed me what does it mean to represent your own personal universe as well to be. Um, as connected to certain parts of the other parts of the universe than Beyonce has. And so, let me tell you. <laughs> so deep. Right. Right. Yes. Beyonce, but you could write a thesis on Write this. a thesis Y'all, on Beyonce. I've Please written, write a book. I've oh. written multiple <laughs> oh my God. Like, essays about Beyonce's songs and like her. Oh, my God. 
Um, most people say Beyonce is just a dancer and entertainer. She can't really sing. She don't sing like soulful R and B music. I'm like Beyonce never said she wants to sing just R and B. Like she's an international woman. Stop trying to just put her in the R and B Grammy category. Ooh. White Ooh. people are uh-huh. everybody. She can be pop. She can do country. She can all that. I've never seen someone embody what does it mean to be literally an independent woman as much as I've seen Beyonce do it, right? So whether we're talking about <laughs> taking the leadership into her own hands in her career or whether we're talking about deciding that she's not going to marry this rich and powerful man who's a little bit older than her until eight years after she had already established herself. Now, right. he wasn't all some of her songs, so, you know, they kind of do that. But Beyonce <laughs> Teamwork only, makes that dream work. Oh, she, like, she represents, like, what I want, like, the ultimate right. black southern belle who has compassion in her heart and who talks with a little, like, you know, maybe a little bit of like honey in her throat because she was drinking lemonade or something. That's yeah. Like, you know, she just gives me that like that powerful presence, that iconic moment. I swear to God, Beyonce has to have hired for the last like thirty years an iconic moment coordinator. Like, oh my God. Because she does so many things that are just inherently iconic. Like whether it's like creating your own businesses, whether it's like doing opening charities, whether it's taking the money that she got from um what was that um what's her name child I, she shaded Beyonce so I forgot her name child. Carrie. No. Keisha. Um, like records. Etta, Etta James? Oh. Girl, yeah. Don't do Etta James. I know she's a great. I'm, so I'm not going to do her bio. That's all I'm going to do is whatever. Etta James. Miss Etta James would give her. Sometimes you got to. Right. Don't do it. It means giving like the money that she made from Cadillac Records and opening like the Phoenix House, which basically caters to people who have um, conquered or are con- trying to conquer addictions and puts right. them in a cosmetology school. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think they end up getting along at the end. Ooh. Well, at the mm-hmm. end, no I'm gonna say so. We got a super end. All oh, right, do sorry, Edda, yeah. I just Edda did herself. <gasps> yeah, the vocals did it. Oh. And so, <laughs> and so whether and then people can say anything they want, but Beyonce oh. at last. Oh my God! Stop <laughs> All right, doing I'm done, Edda. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. She's amazing. I'm I'm, but like Beyonce just represents <laughs> to have like inherent inherent black leadership feminist power and she may not even always have the um the most grasp on some like theology or some logic or um, <laughs> like i didn't want to call her she dumb may not seem, <laughs> she may not seem to have that but i think she does and i think beyonce is really intentional about how she has lived her life and i think there's something really amazing about someone who's so in control of their career right. their technique their craft um who entertains and like when you watch beyonce you like you feel like you're having an experience I was an altar boy. I was a church choir. Yes. Nothing has made me feel closer to spiritual wholeness than being in, at every Beyonce concert, but the one I missed whenever I took a break during my after high school. I can't say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, um, and so like, get out. Whenever you just want to see something that means something to you, and like you, look, I look to my mama because I feel like I want to be like her. I look to Beyonce because I want to be able to be an equal breadwinner in my relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I want people to. Know me. I want people to think that I have grace. You have never. I mean, people call her trashy because of her stage outfits, but the in real like people never say. You have grace, boo. Yeah, uh, me and Beyonce. Beyonce you. Oh my God! Thank you so much. That's all I want. All I want is to be a black, elegant, intellectual Southern belle who like prioritizes healing, whatever the hell that looks like, which means having a good life. And right. so Beyonce shows that to me. 2007 Essence magazine. Don't be afraid oh to be God. sexy. Beyonce like that was it when I read. I was like, that's it. And then I saw. <laughs> That first video, I, you, was, I was really delicious. I think Beyonce got me through it. That was your was first like, video? Yeah, I didn't know them. I didn't know them. Like, you uh, didn't know Destiny Child? Mm-mm. Oh, my oh, God. Babe, oh, no. Babe. I've been around since. Sorry, joking, Beyonce. Yes. No, 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 no. no, no, no. And it's really, no, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I see you with your boys. Right. You pretend as if you don't want me. Oh, 
all over the track. Can I call you on the phone oh, and tell me how much you Close your eyes, shorty. It's guaranteed to be hypnotized yes. by the remix that Y Club provided. Drill fam. I don't care about you. Hashtag drill fam. I don't care about your eyes. Girl, shake your thighs. All I'm trying to do in the hood is stay alive. Make a little mm-hmm. money with That's Destiny it. Child. Number one. Mm-hmm. Man, Center Sands, they club. They go wild like Texas. They moving like No Limit Soldiers. Yeah, I went from yeah, the dreams yeah, to yeah. the Young Supremes. No, no, no. Love her vocal coach. I'm sorry. Thank you. Basically, I gotta pull that up. Beyonce Beyonce has um, been the most awarded. Like, like, even like people come for her songwriting credits. Beyonce has been awarded for songwriting. There's nothing that Beyonce does that isn't inherently exceptional. And Ah. even if like people come for acting credits, all her movies have been in the box office. Like, I can't. Like, you know, I I can't say like they might have been like. for some people, talent-wise, they might have perceived it as being less than quality. But for me, you're number one at the box office. You did your goal. You sold right. She, right. She sold them tickets. You There's nothing them. that Beyonce do that doesn't exude excellence. And I, like, God, it, it, I just wish. That when Beyonce, if you're listening. It, God, I love you, V. Like, damn. Black Gold wants, to, I, wants you to come I into weddings, their life. Beyonce, but I swear to God, like, Ivan Maria is the song I would get married to. Oh, and my like, God, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful. Like, seeing her is, like, an out-of-body experience. And, like, I feel like I can, I, I feel like I sit up when I think of her. And, like, oh, I, I feel like I'm... You, you are getting very, very poised right now. Right? It's just, it's she, she, she's a spirit animal. Like, I have sorry. a, I have a question. She just saved my life multiple times. And, yeah. I, dedication and, like, excellence. I have a question. What? What is the most iconic Beyonce moment to you? What about you? I know you're not the biggest Beyonce fan, but you have to have an iconic Beyonce moment. Um, because you're also a newer Beyonce, quote unquote, admirer. Yeah, like she made a good song too. That's what she be saying. Sean. Right. Ah! Okay, the message. Oh, shady. Thank you for the clock. Don't give me the messy tongue and the hair flip. Oh, Wait, that's uh-uh. messier than the hair flip. I love that's so rude. <laughs> I'm to break up the conversation. I'm not a newer Beyonce. It. I bought, I have every Beyonce CD. Do you have the Destiny's Child CDs? Nah. No, my sister had those. Did you have writings on the wall? My sister had those. Did you have writings? Do you have writings on the wall? I bought okay. Dangerous in Love and played it back to back to back all the oh, time. Okay. I buy Beyonce's album like four times each time. That's my favorite Beyonce CD. Which one? Dangerous in Love? Yeah. Oh, God, That's I like peak that That's my number Beyonce. three. Why people say that? People say B-Day is the peak Beyonce, but I don't think so. Um, B-Day is my favorite only because at that time, that was just exactly what I needed. Like, Kitty Cat is like but a no, masterpiece. I, 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 that's what I feel about Danger in Love. Like, that was like what I needed. Kitty Cat my was little, a my little eight grade, My little 8th grade woman voice needed some Beyonce. Is that then, Beyonce was so artistic? I feel like she, tried, she was more like, she tried to be more she artistic. Was, like, she yeah. was about painting and like playing the guitar and that, and those, that album. I shouldn't really talk about but that. Yeah. My iconic Beyonce moment, it's not even like a, it's not even that iconic, but for me, it's just like, so when Beyonce and Jay Z came out here for the On the Run tour two years ago, um, Damn, it was two years. I know. Yeah, it was two years ago. Um, they, so my friends bought me a ticket to go like for my birthday, and I was like, oh my god, thank y'all. So she Swag came, off. and I went, and I went with Ty, and we had been waiting the whole night for her to sing "Why Don't You Love Me" because that is my favorite Beyonce oh, song, and song video of all time. I like that, that video too. Thank Jared you. put me on it. Thank you. And so Why I'm waiting for it to me? come up, Tell and. Can I? I'm singing okay, in the background. Wait, huh? And there's a part where it's like 
a phone is ringing, but then going to voicemail, and then like it's it's Beyonce like picking the phone up and then like hanging the phone up and leaving a message, being angry, and then at one part. <laughs> It was literally a maybe one second flash of a still from Why Don't You Love Me? And I noticed it. Ty and I then screamed at the top of our lungs in the nosebleeds of the Superdome. But the iconic moment was shortly after that where she leaves more messages. And the last message says, ain't nothing open but three in the morning but legs. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, bitch. <laughs> like, and just when y'all think, she's all like, I feel you, I'm like, like Nothing it. open no, at three in the morning. she is from Houston. Like legs. Okay, okay. okay. I guess that's my iconic Beyonce. Moment. I guess my iconic Beyonce moment is during the Gaga Beyonce thing that they were that doing. That era was so epic. Yeah, I, I mean, because I like Lady Gaga and like I like that part. I like that part of Beyonce. But I think my favorite part is when Lady Gaga get in that car and Beyonce handled that honey <laughs> point. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then no. snatches she it out of her mouth. mouth. <laughs> It was like, you gotta kill the cow to make the burger, and then, and then she goes, you can look in the broken mirror, or you can still see the crack in that motherfucker's reflection. I never understood. I was just like, girl, what are you talking about? And I was like, bitch, you white, and that's that crazy It's like you may fix the mirror, but you can still see the crack in that motherfucker's reflection. So it's like so much, how much you, it's like you know, you put makeup on a pig, but it's still a pig. Oh. Like that. Oh, that's so See, Dawn went to school with white hoes that I didn't go to school. Like you went to uh, private I school. I went to. We all went to the same college, and that's when I learned that. Oh my god! Oh. I, <laughs> but I mean, you I was, but the, you was prepped. I learned that all, was real white. You was prepped for that. You went to a very white. I went high to. School too. <laughs> okay. I went to a white oh, school you. for four years of my life. Actually, everything else that I've been to have been predominantly black. So your high school. My everything else besides my high school. Uh, Elementary, our middle. Is predominantly white. You was prepped. <laughs> you went to whatever the school you went to. I went to oh, one. Okay, I went to two predominantly white schools. Okay, I went to my, one. My college, my high school, and my college. Everything else was a black school. You were still just prepped. More. You than went you. to a predominantly white school. Shut up. Wait, we went to two. You went to two predominantly white schools. You went to. But I also was at Nichols for a hot minute. Isn't that predominantly white too? Nope. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Sorry. You went to two predominantly white schools. Just let it go. No, nope, I'm just saying. Hopefully, you I was just prepped. Up the pint, you I don't know. I just learned yeah, that from. <laughs> I did. I learned that from um, Nick and Amanda. So. Can I share my iconic Beyonce? Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. We're just I arguing. Mean, it's our usual thing. There's like way too many to name, obviously, ever. Like everything she does is literally iconic, right? And so, like. Breathing. Right? <laughs> iconic. <laughs> Hashtag iconic. Iconic. Um, whenever Beyonce. Whenever Beyonce broke. And she's broken so many records, but whenever Beyonce. Was the first female artist to win six? Excuse me, the first artist to win six Grammys in one night. Um, during her "I Am Sasha Fierce" era, it was one of the most iconic moments for her because not only did she perform at the Grammys, but she also broke records that like people were, like since the beginning of time have been telling Beyonce, "Girl, you're just there to look pretty and to do this and this and this." And like she has set out at every like moment to prove them wrong. Whether it's headlining Glastonbury, the UK festival that right. like no woman had done it what in twenty five years. Right. Or whether it's like simply just winning image awards at the age of twenty five and like being this woman who releases the first like digital album to I like she she's iconic. Everything. She just exists. Her people. I'm thankful for <laughs> your black magic. Your black Blinking. girl magic. Blinking. Um, I wanna say thank you for being on the show, being very transparent with us. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. We loved it. Please come back. No. 
and visit us again. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. And thank you for being very supportive of us as yes. well. Okay. Before coming on the show, you were very supportive and we appreciate it. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't mad about that. So, like, I never like have capacity to like complete all my commitments to myself. And so, like, I'll probably cut a commitment to myself before someone else. So if it means going to watch someone's house or going to do this and this at 10 o'clock instead of just being my ass at home. Right. So I always miss y'all. But there's not one thing I don't love about, like, black people getting together to create beautiful things. And, like, inherently knowing y'all separately, like, and then seeing y'all together as parties and just as a community is like, bitch, how can I not support that? Like, Aww, you would never. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Like, and I hope I'm glad no one asked me no questions. I was like, oh, all that. thank just you. <laughs> thank you. you. That means a lot to us. Thank you. You mean a lot to us. Black leadership black needs to be inspired by black leadership. We need to support black leadership. Yes, we do. Yes. Support the home team. Oh, so, y'all. we have made it. Sorry. No, no, no. Actually, I just realized I was going to say his name. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have made it through week number 18. We have made through week number 18. We are barely legal. Mm hmm. Barely. Right, call us at 1-800-504-865-865. Once again, that's... 1-800-12. Yes, the breathy. The breathy is fast. That's not enough numbers, but I'll think another one. Right. All right. 1-800-TRILL-FAN. You can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash trilliterate. You can follow us on Instagram at Trilliterate. You can follow us on Instagram. Trilliterate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore Trilliterate. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Snapchat at Trillnola. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. And you can hit us up on email at Trilliterate at gmail.com. Trilliteratenola at gmail.com. Um, so, Almost. Yeah. 18 weeks. I figured out by the time we turn. <laughs> Good. By the time we turn 21, I figured out. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Mature. homophiliac, which is H-O-M-O-P-H-I-L- I A C. Y'all got that? Y'all can that. That's my Instagram. Man. You would think that I would know how to spell it, especially after like almost damn near a year. But you know, it's okay. Um, again, you can follow if at me. At first, you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and, and try, try again. again. Try uh, again. Beyonce would have still been great even if Leah was alive. Not that oh, I'm saying she's. Oh, like, I'm so mad you had to. Oh my god, the <laughs> cut. Age long, age long as They really do. Alrighty, anything you want to plug? <laughs> Go ahead. (laughs) You good. Um, I just want to plug all black, queer, trans, like, programs and initiatives that are happening, whether it's the hip-hop dance classes, whether it's, like, water polo, or whether it's just coming together, they go get a cold cup. Y'all get together. Oh, my God. Yes. A hot cup. Right, girl. A frozen cup. Shit. People gather, work together, aviation into feathers. Um, you can reach me for bookings. I do hosting. I do broad. I'm trying to do broadcasting. This is a great experience to me, you guys, to be Yay. honest. Um, and if y'all ever need a guest like person, y'all please call my butt because I would love to learn more about this. Oh my god! Yes. Um, you can. I do um, workshops centered around healing justice, leadership development, organizational structure, wellness, and policy. Um, also, just around collective liberation and anti-oppression. You can email me at Natalie Nia Falk at gmail.com. Natalie is spelled N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E, Nia, N-I-A, Kwanzaa Principle for Purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Falk, my last name. Um, and so I would love to share F-A-U-L-K. anything that I have. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right, because, right, right. Uh. <laughs> um, and I would love to share any of my talents, but mostly I would also like to be able to learn a lot more in this next phase of my life. And so, thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Black Trans Lives Matter. Yes, Black yes, Trans Lives black trans Matter. matter. They are important because being black is not a monolith. 
Thank you. Um, so as always, we thank you guys and remember that we are loud. Loud, we cute, and, and we, we black. black. Uh, Stay true. Yes, and we black. <laughs> this is the remix. The Jeeps pump this new remix. Uh-huh. This is the remix. Radios play this remix. Uh, uh, and we say no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah,